The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, I was going to finish Skyrim last week, but then I took an arrow to the knee. And then, I, and then I took an arrow to the knee, knee, knee. Jesus Christ. Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan, the video game podcast where no one sleeps. I am your host, Caleb. Caleb Gregg. Cameron, and I'm pretty sure I get a decent amount of sleep, so. Yeah. A decent amount? Yeah. You used to not, though. No, I used to not. You used to really fuck yourself. Yeah, there was a time, and I still pay for that, but by getting good sleep. Yeah, that, that's your payment? <laughs> sounds like a pretty good pretty good trade. I'll, I'll usually average around seven to eight hours a night, actually, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I like that. It's it feels fucking great. It does. Uh, we also have with us a guest who is going to review Skyrim with us. Chase versus game. The real question is, Hi Chase, guys. how much sleep do you get? Me? Yeah, way more than you guys. <laughs> you mean more than seven to eight hours? Uh, no, I get I, I I get eight hours of sleep. Yeah, there you, know? you go. I got school. I got school until like midnight every night, but <laughs> I just I just sleep in until like twelve. That, that sounds like more than eight hours. Yeah. That sounds like Alex when she tells me that she gets her eight hours when she goes to bed at fucking nine and wakes up at nine. I'm like, that's, that's, that's not eight hours. You went to bed before me and woke up after me. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Um, Maybe there's a break in there somewhere. And yeah. She like goes wakes back up to for, sleep. Wakes up for a few hours. Um, but anyway, yeah, we, uh, we're finally reviewing Skyrim. Um, and it's pretty amazing because I did... I did take the arrow to the knee, and that's one of the reasons why I delayed the game. The other bigger reason is I underestimated the amount getting of... Married. Of game. Well, I underestimated getting married, yeah. And I underestimated the amount of game that Skyrim is. The the massiveness and the immersiveness of the world. Um, oh. I know everyone told me it was that way. But the last thing I played from Bethesda was Fallout 3, and I played like... I have like an hour and a half on my save file. It's a and great game. I played game. more than an hour and a half, but I would tr- just happen upon fuck off creatures okay. that like would just fucking destroy. So this me. is what Schweiss does when he plays the game. He's like, "I'm a man. I don't play the second hardest difficulty." And oh, these are hard enemies. I'm just gonna fucking man through it instead of running away from them. And so he gets to this point where he thinks this game is stupid because he's just playing it <laughs> stupid. Uh, you know, I did have the BB gun. That's that's the only gun I had. I was fine. The super mutant was not having it. You know, <laughs> like, you tried to take on a super mutant with a BB gun. You know, I thought it was a low level area, and it fucking wasn't anymore. It was there like locust no super mutant. Area. Yeah, there's no such thing as a low level. The area. locusts were dying to the BB gun. I mean, it was very effective. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're bugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, bugs, I mean, bugs can't take the metal BB. I don't know if he's a bug. He could just be a huge bug, you know, like a mannish bug. Man bug. Arms the size of your thighs, yeah. Exactly. Think, wasn't there like an ant man or something in that game? Like the there was an ant man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a superhero I, who fought like there a, was a the robot Ant-Man enemy. superhero and then the robot. Uh, was it the Ant Man that's the superhero and the robot guy the villain? I think so. I th- yeah, I think yeah. so. No, wait. I think that was. And reversed. that was just a random encounter, Maybe. too. That you just walk into a city and see them face off with each other. Yeah. Nice. I, I've never played Fallout, so I have no fucking idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> no. It's a great game. Just play it. It sounds yeah. crazy. Fallout 3 is sweet. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm going to do, sweet. though? I downloaded Fallout 1, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics on my computer <sighs> in about 30 seconds. Fallout Tactics is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people will give the Fallout games shit because of how different they are from the original ones. Because Bethesda didn't make the uh, first two or first three. No, they, they, they acquired it after yeah, Tactics. They're, like, they're sure. kind of like Diablo a little bit in the isometric view and everything. Yeah. Um, they're very similar, though. I mean, it's got like the Fallout and like the the Pip-Boy and like all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. All the well, yeah, they're going to take the design is the same. It's just ideas it's basically, it. They're not going to yeah. change the whole I, fucking see, thing. I had no idea what it, it Yeah, I had no idea what they were and I was like, oh, wow. Because I bought it because it's like Fallout 3 pack because Steam is an asshole. I think he's going to get, <laughs> he's going to start Fallout 1 and then not finish it. What yeah. is it with you people and like telling me that? Yeah, I just, it's a very different game. Made for it's a different a time. I it. think there's also a time stipulation in that one. I don't know. Maybe. Like you have to. You but it's have a to, very different you have game. To do everything in a certain amount of days or something in order to like actually beat the game. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But um, but, but don't you feel like you want to play the game more now that everyone says that you're not going to uh, beat it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. He's Happened last time it. too. I have to start it first, though. If I don't start it, I won't ever get shit for not beating it. <laughs> if I start it, it's it's my fault, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I underestimated Skyrim completely. I I don't know why because I played Oblivion for like a hundred plus hours and never beat it. I don't even think I got halfway through the story quest. I like closed the gate of, to Oblivion and I was like, that was fucking sweet. I'm going to do that again. And I closed like 12 of them or something on one of my games. And I was like, it was getting sick because I, I didn't know about the difficulty change. And that was my, like my second game. And so I was better at it. So it like auto adjusts your difficulty. Mm. I think maybe not in oblivion. Doesn't it auto adjust your difficulty it, based off of how well you do the first part? Yeah. yeah. The very, the tutorial part is like what determines your difficulty if you don't automatically set it. And in that game I was, dude, I was like, it was bad. I, I fucking Kavach was like full of the the little mini like Triceratops creatures. I was like Jesus Christ, like <laughs> them and then the Atronox and like and like when they when they talk about the hero of Kavach in that game, they're fucking talking about the god <laughs> of this land. Like that was a sick fucking fight. And then I started in another game later, and it was like four imps and i was like how are there dead bodies here like who the fuck is dying to this This creature you could just stomp on you could just dunk on this motherfucker all day long you know and (laughs) and there's like fucking dead soldiers i'm like god these guys must have been like fucking 
like sitting out in front of the Home Depot, and they're no, like, no. you know, or a couple guys short. They all got that, too drunk last night. All that happens is it changes the time when you get to Kavach. So by the time you got in Kavach, in that sense, they've already pillaged the village and taken the women away. So oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm just joking. The <laughs> the the thing with that though, the thing Oblivion does is with Kavach. If you don't do Kavach until way later, which is what I did because I got sucked into the Oblivion, it's like sick. Because Kavach will be as hard as, like, the hard stuff at that time. Yeah. Which is nothing if you go when you're supposed to immediately, you know, because you're fighting, like, a scamp or two. But then I was like, I would have to drink skooma. I would have to, like, <laughs> drink skooma, like, like it's going out of fucking style to get that extra, like, did stat boost. Did you get addicted boost. to it? I did. And my guy's intelligence was, like, four by the end of it. Because he was just, like, retarded. Because he kept <laughs> drinking this, like, fucking, this drug booze that would make me like a freak and super strong and i was able to kill the dinosaurs and then i would like pass out on the floor for a second so it was very <laughs> realistic for what i experienced every time i drank and then i'd get back up and just start like wailing on them and like my guy would get all fucked up and like he needed the skooma it was crazy and then i also had to become a vampire because i didn't deal enough fucking damage unless i had gone like six years without feeding and i just became this like legendary freak that was super gaunt and like sun's melting me but i don't fucking care i'm just nuking people that's how i had to play the fucking game so um yeah thankfully skyrim I it's better than that. one skooma two skooma <coughs> that's right and yeah. just uh, keep those effects on there's a piling the, on top of each other there's a skooma den in skyrim that you can find it's just like a but like it's a meth house <laughs> it's like a bunch of a uh, bunch of like people just laying there like after they had drank a bunch of skooma <laughs> You know what? I think I found that actually. There, it reminded me of a of like a one of those like Asian fucking, uh, like what is it? The the poppy, the the opium. Yeah, the opium yeah. houses. I was yeah. like, Jesus, this is sad. What was I, your experience with Oblivion, Cameron? Um, Oblivion, I played a long time ago. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, though. Um, can't remember too many of the specifics since it's been a long time, but. I remember being able to cheese a little orb you get from the Oblivion Gates where when you close the gate, you had to pull the orb out of the thing and it closes the gate and you get teleported away. If you save right before that, you can grab the orb, quickly check what effect it give you. If you don't like it, just reload your save and try again because it randomizes what it is as you pick it up. Yeah, that, those were really good for enhancing your weapons and shit. Yeah. And then you could do the uh, arrow duplicate cheat, just have thousands of those orbs just yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Slamming into people. And... Yeah, good stuff. Um, Craig, what about you? Let's talk about the Elder Scrolls. I think that's the only For one. Oblivion? Yeah. Um, I do remember doing that uh, the duplicate cheat to uh, to make a bunch of rings. This and... was before we did our a lot of our get good and try to beat the games the best way possible this is just us just enjoying games and yeah. just playing games not yeah. having to worry about beating it or yeah i did the so we the, goofed off a lot yeah i did the item duplicate thing and i accidentally killed the guy with uh, a bunch of rings that i had made <laughs> like because they were like they go at a velocity dude and you can kill people with items in, in uh like oblivion and skyrim i think if they it's go part of the mechanic enough. of using things as telekinesis because you can hit people with things that are yeah and like then even in skyrim if you walk too fast over arrows. a pile of bones it'll damage you 
if you walk too fast over an item and it kind of shifts, and it like, yeah, goes, and oh. it like moves fast enough, it'll do damage. You know? <laughs> wow, that's. Have you not come across that in Skyrim? I don't. I didn't. Maybe I have. I don't know. There have you been times where I've just notice. taken damage. It's not. Like, it's not a lot of damage. It's t- a tiny bit. Yeah, I don't a, feel like it's natural just to just take an item out and then throw shit at people or do, doing something. Like I think that. it's just part of the again the mechanic of using telekinesis and being able to pick stuff up and yeah, throwing it and at people. Like arrow velocity, you know, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I remember finding a uh, infinite gold glitch in Oblivion that I told Cam Cam about because there's like this one guy who could like go in. Uh, like you could break into his house and kill him and then like the gold he would have you could just keep taking over and over and over again oh my god and then uh like the only way to like break it would be to like try to press the take all button and then it would like either freeze your game or just like you would take the tiny amount and then it would be gone be gone yeah yeah, I, oh, I also remember the uh, horse you would get by completing the Dark Brotherhood. Oh, yeah. You could, you like, could, like, knock him out, and you could, like, ki- yeah, stick kill items. Him, stick your stuff at him, and then, like, kill him again when you needed the stuff. Yeah, he's like a fucking storage yeah. unit. It's pretty sweet. That was <laughs> my... He, he was the greatest horse for that purpose. The game's, the, like... The undead fucking, horse of storage. Yeah, he's pretty... Gl- it's a pretty glitchy game with shit like that. And then also, the other thing I remember is, like... The physics were kind of fucked up in, in in Oblivion. Like it would be like me, and like it kind of looks like my hand might be able to reach the lamp above me, and you know you can't because it's like six feet away. But it looks like you might, and if you swing, you'll fucking hit it. In Oblivion, like there's no. Did you do you ever notice that where it's like yeah, if the perspective yeah, if you're looking at something, it doesn't that count in depth perception. Especially when you look at the ceiling, and it looks like the ceiling's right there because you have nothing else to you know gauge reference by. And you just fucking punch the lamp all day long that's on yeah. the ceiling. And then you zoom out to third person and the ceiling's like 10 feet high. <laughs> it's like, I don't think I'm reaching fucking 10 feet with this, like, elf. Mr. Fantastic hand. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> the, the other the other great part of Oblivion was, like, you could just spend all of your time jumping and eventually, like, your guy would become a god of jumping and you'd have so much airtime. Oh, yeah, I remember that oh, in Oblivion. Shit, yeah, I remember that, that in Oblivion. Jumps. The, you, you never just ran or walked anywhere. You jumped everywhere oh, yeah. you went yeah, so you could level it up. Yeah, because you'd, like, level up your, like, <laughs> That's athletics. Right. Holy shit. And, then, and then it gave you the ability to once your athletics reach a certain point you could block and then do like the fancy cartwheel away yeah or backflip <laughs> away <laughs> it I makes re- sense but it's retarded to just be able to jump and that's what gets your uh endurance oh up. you know it's even worse you crouch and walk and that's what gets your sneak up you can seriously put a paper clip in your controller and just like walk into a wall and you'll fucking have max sneak after yeah a few as hours. long as there's like people nearby that you're like that's only in oblivion that can't right? see you you can too? do it in skyrim too but it's harder yeah because they'll they'll see you i easier. think in in skyrim it's more of what you do while sneaking yeah, this is your sneak. So if you keep well, attacking it, people, I mean, you can you can sneak. still like sneak by as long as you're crouched and like people don't notice you like walking around. Then it increases sneak, but it's not as much as if you do stuff while you're sneaking. I also remember in Oblivion, you could I got to it got to the point where I could jump so high that I would d- do damage to myself when I landed. Like it would hurt me, <laughs> yeah, to jump my natural jump. <laughs> and then like I would come across like a twenty stair staircase, and I would just fucking jump it Sneak like. From the fly, bottom up, fly up, it. yeah. It was I like lo- Magneto. I, I love flying up there, doing that shit, dude. I loved like the amount of hang time your guy had. Oh like, yeah, when he was like fucking max jump, just like <laughs> two seconds, like in the air, it, like 
peak. Yeah. And then you come What down. I would do is whenever I was talking to somebody, like, for a quest, I would, like, jump and I would do circles around them in the air. I would, like, jump in front of them and I would, like, swing around the back and, like, land in front of them Dude. again. And they're just trying to talk to me. I'm just like... Do like six 360 degree spins and like <laughs> jump and like oh if you had the ring of uh, walking on water you could just like stand in the ocean basically and just like hop around yeah yeah my, that was one of my favorite things to do get guards mad at you and just be standing in the water and they come swim towards yeah, you yeah they like come swim towards <laughs> yeah. you but they can't attack you so you just, just like air. arrow them or whatever yeah it's fucking great ridiculous game Love yeah uh, that's that's pretty much the only Elder Scrolls I've done I mean I've done ESO uh, uh, Caleb and I played a bit of that yeah. I started ESO but that's about all I yeah. never got have, into it I have Morrowind and I did like the first quest but I haven't really been able to play it since my computer's shitty. So yeah, so our history with it's pretty light, um, especially because it's a pretty big series. To be honest, I mean, there's a lot of uh, Elder Scrolls games. Uh, most of them are pretty old PC games, so they're kind of kind of tougher to get a hold of. Uh, no, they were they were still first person um, oh, okay. games. They were just like had randomly generated worlds, basically. So even yeah. Arena. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I have no I think, idea. I think the first one was the only one that had the randomly generated world. I think they had more of a... I think everything else was randomly generated than the second one, but it had like a a fixed overworld. Nice. I think. I can't remember. Well, um, yeah. So that's kind of like a little overview of our history. And Chase, you've only played Skyrim, right? Yeah, um, but I did do a little bit of Oblivion. Um I used to. I remember the only time I really played it though was uh, when. Uh, do you guys know the Greyhound? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was in the Greyhound for like eight hours to go to go see my uh, my wife now, but uh, I would have to like. Have you ever been in the seats in a Greyhound? They're so cramped. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Sit, I had, it was like I had to sit in between like two Caleb Craig's playing this game. And, <laughs> And uh, I would, and because uh, <laughs> were they also playing the game? <laughs> no, they weren't. They were interested. Uh, of course, but they were. You would only have like two inches of room to play with a mouse, and uh, I would play on the the I guess the uh, where you put the arm, your arm on the armrest, and so I like had two inches of room just playing this game, and God, it was terrible. Gotta not not the ma- game itself. Got to turn your your mouse settings up to max to maximize the amount of space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was, but it was fun. Uh, you know, just did a bunch of jumping. That's pretty much all I did for that game. Yeah, yeah that is the game. It's just jump simulator. Wasn't there a point where you could basically skip across water if you could time it correctly? Yes, you could. Yeah. You could jump right when you landed on the water, and you could like jump again. <laughs> you were like you were coming down light, so you could like there wasn't enough weight for you to go in the water. So you could yeah, just, not like, quite yet. Yeah, I thought there was a point you just jump across water. Yeah, you would yeah. kind of like dunk in a little, but then you could leap. Yeah, that, that was a oh, thing. Oh, because you could jump you while could you jump in the water. At, yeah, you were jumping out of, like, you could jump out of the water. So and basically, yeah. you jump, and then you fucking <clears throat> dolphin jump the rest of the way across the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 All of us at the table were doing the fucking dolphin jump uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, so it, we've had a lot of fun with these with these games over the years. Um, it saddens me that I didn't get to Skyrim until now. It's kind of ridiculous. You had it. I know. It's been there for two years. Um, yeah, Skyrim's a great game. You, it's so memorable. 
just everything about it is so fun. Just uh, the the types of quests and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've already played this like two or three times since uh, you haven't played it. So well, you made up for my lack of. Um, but before we get into too much more on Skyrim, uh, what has everyone been playing this week? Uh, let's see. This week I've been playing uh, Hitman, the the new one, and then. Uh, some Alice, American McGee's Alice. <laughs> yep. And then uh, I started playing some Witcher 3 to uh, not be angry at Alice. Uh-huh. Is this the new yeah. Hitman? Yeah, the, not not the Hitman 2 that's coming out, or is out. I don't know if it's out yet, but uh, but yeah, that's like the, the 2016 remake or whatever. Or reboot. Okay, yeah. I played yeah. the original, not the original, but like one of the older ones. I think it was on the PS2. Is that right? Yeah. Was that on the PS2? Yeah. Played that one, but is that a remake of that? Um. During the PS2 one. I don't know. I think it's just like a reboot of the series. Oh, okay. But like a vague reboot, because like the story seemed like he had already done a bunch of shit. So I don't know. Hmm. Not sure where it stands. Yeah. In the the timeline. I don't in think there's the, that in much the story in the Hitman universe. There, there, is there there's even not. Story in Hitman? Yeah. I mean, like there is. There's like you get a cutscene every time you finish one of the missions, but it's like it's a nothing cutscene. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, something's happening. Oh, it's the Illuminati. Spoiler. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to say spoiler. Spoiler before you spoiled it. Well, I mean, it's not really the Illuminati, but it's close. Oh, great. Now, <laughs> now you've ruined it. Now, we thought it was the Illuminati, so we figured we had it when we played it, but it was a secret. <laughs> now you've ruined the plot twist. Dun-dun. <clears throat> Instead of just the plot. Yep. The, well, that is the plot, is that it's the Illuminati. Oh. Or the organization that's like the Illuminati. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Sweet. What about you, Cameron? Uh, I've just been playing Dark Souls. Yeah, the remastered on PS4? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Are you liking that? Uh, a lot. I'm liking it a lot. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What your, it, new, uh, your favorite Souls game? Um, it's a contender um, for different reasons. Um, and I think I'm going to go for the plat on this one, too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Did you get it on the other one? No. Oh, okay. But I will, go, I, will, I, will get, I will get it on all of them at one point. <laughs> Eventually, I'll, I'll, plat, like I'll plat them in order. How about that? You'll plat them in order. Yeah, you'll like Dark Souls 2 when you play because it's quite different from uh, Dark Souls 3. And I, don't, I haven't played Dark Souls. but How similar? Okay, remember. you don't know how similar it is to Dark Souls? Okay. No. All right. It's yeah. supposed to be kind of like the, the bastard child. Dark Souls? Uh, the no, Dark Souls 2. 2. Dark Souls it's like out game. there. Because uh, the creators, <clears throat> I guess the, the guy who made most of them, Mm-hmm. made all the other ones he was working on Bloodborne when they did Dark Souls 2 so they had like a B team do Dark Souls 2 <laughs> that's funny okay yeah I'll yeah. have to try it yeah, out yeah I guess the gameplay is supposed to be slightly different and then like the story isn't really connected so yeah because there are similarities between you know first Dark Souls and Dark Souls 3 so well yeah because they're basically like supposed to be sequels or together <coughs> But, uh, yeah, so I would have had that beaten today, uh, mixed intimating circumstances, but I can't, I'll have to report it next week. All right. Yeah. That's all right. You'll be tied with Joe. Or unless will be, I? Unless you beat another game with it. Dark Souls 2. 
There's no time. <laughs> You'd have to get a PS3 also. I don't think that's remastered at all. It is. It's on PS4. Oh, is it really? You no, can also fuck. get on PC. How, what, did you buy it on PS3? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's on PS4. It's too late. <laughs> Do you have trophies at least? Yeah, there's trophies, yeah. Okay. So I won't miss out on that. They all. I think even Demon Souls has trophies. Yep. Pretty sure. It does. I already have the same trophy completion on Dark Souls that I do on Dark Souls 3. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm not done yet. Wow, nice. <laughs> I don't know if there's more trophies in uh, the first Dark Souls than Dark Souls 3, or I've just been really trying to do everything I could well, to get every trophy. Dark Souls Remastered has like the DLC. That yeah, it has all, I have, so, but I'm just barely starting on some of the DLC content right now. Yeah, I think that's why it has more trophies, because... Uh, you could Dark have gotten Souls, it for 30% Dark off. Dark doesn't I know, have any trophies for the, for the DLC, which is weird. Sweet. All right. Well, I have been playing <clears throat> Skyrim, a ton of Skyrim, probably like 20, 30 just, hours just of Skyrim this Skyrim. week. Not quite. I've also played Bayonetta 2. Oh, uh, I started been, that, huh? Yeah, I've been playing that on my lunch breaks and uh, that? my last break of the day. It's pretty fucking sweet, man. It's really smooth, and it is extremely sexualized. Like, it's way more sexualized than the first game thus far. And it's funny. It's got See, the... Can't wait for Bayonetta 3, which I really is basically can't. just, like, nude and... <laughs> I really can't. I just uh, looked up Dark Souls on time, how long to beat real fast. Dark Souls 3 is at 31 and a half hours, plus 45 hours of extra content. Or, you know, it goes up to 45 hours of extra content. And then uh, Dark Souls main story is 48 hours with extra content taken up to 62 and a half. Damn. That's why it's taken me this long to get here. For the that's, remaster? Yeah. That's a lot. And that's that's like people that have played it before because it's the remaster. So yeah. They're good at it. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably, if we ever get to reviewing it, I hope we do. Um... I just feel like it's an easier game overall. People have their certain opinions on it. I just think that they're remembering the game back when they were younger, just not as good at games as they are now. Are you sure you're just not better? I could be better. But bosses... Most of the bosses are really easy just to fucking circle and smack in the back and just keep doing that over and over and over again. So, I mean, when Dark Souls came out, there was a lot of controversy to like how difficult it was like a lot of uh new uh gamer news people couldn't beat it demon souls well i i beat the ornstein and smo fight on my second try so dylan seems to think it's uh they nerfed the fight i haven't seen anything online about them nerfing anything in the dark souls remastered just they basically increased the frame rate which i guess makes it easier to dodge and stuff like that and parry because you have more frames um but other than that, no, I mean, it's a difficult game, but it's not like I have not been frustrated like I have been for Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Yeah, Bloodborne's really smooth, though. Yeah. But it's because I played Dark Souls 3. But see, the boss mechanics in those other games, they're fluid. The boss feels more than just like something that's added to the area. He feels like he's a part of the area. You're interacting with him. He can move just as well as you do, whereas the bosses in... The remastered version, it's an older game, so it's just a little more clunky, I would say. Their movements aren't as smooth or refined, and it's, like I said, it's super easy to 
cheese a boss and get behind him and just smack on him over and over again and then dodge his attack real fast and it's just their boss movements are just not as fluid as in as in the other games i mean in bloodborne they put a lot of time into the lore which why the gameplay seems to like meld with it so it makes sense why uh it feels that way in bloodborne <laughs> maybe like if the other new, older games we played it the other way around it would have been hard but compared to the other Dark Souls games, I don't I don't think it's as as hard so far. I haven't yet beat the final boss, so I'll have to let you guys know. Mm-hmm. Are you on the final boss? I could be, but I'm doing DLC stuff right now. Oh, okay. You're gonna finish that up first. Yeah. All right, Chase. Uh, what about you? What have you been playing? Uh, uh, so I've mostly been playing Rocket League. Uh, if you, you are you guys familiar with that game? Yeah, I never no, played it, it but. <laughs> It's a yeah. It's it's a pretty. I'd say it's a pretty big. Uh, I think you would call it an indie game, uh, and it's pretty fucking big now. I thought it was FIFA uh, for children. It was what? I thought it was FIFA for children. It's it's like it's a super fun game where you're you're basically you meld two things that you love, which is cars and soccer, and so mm. uh, there's like even right now like there's a. Uh, a stream going on right now for the uh, $1 million prize money for the uh, RLCS, which is the Rocket League Championships or something like that. So, I mean, it's huge. Uh, I mean, not compared to the Dota or League of Legends like that, but it's it's up there. Yeah, it's pretty impressive for a game that was, yeah. you know, it, other, it, for what it is. Yeah. Other than that, I've been playing uh, Earthbound uh, just oh, nice. a little bit. Yeah, it's an old SNES game. Really good game. Uh, recommend it if you guys ever do like a, a thing where you play uh, old that games. That strikes something familiar within me, Earthbound. It has Ness in it. So okay. Smash. Okay, that might be it. Yeah. It's, it's like a, you basically just uh, walk around and he makes like farting noises. And it's like a little kid's game. But it has like this like... Uh, huge like adult theme presence about i guess friendship and etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> nice yeah i've heard a lot of good things about it it's supposed adult to be like themes such as friendship yeah. well you don't see it if you're just a kid you know you you'll see it if you're an adult playing the game okay you'll just see the fart noises and the jokes that they make inside of it it's you like south them. park You'll, you, as a kid, you'll just see the fart jokes, but as exactly. an adult, you're yeah, like, "Wow, like this South is." Park, you don't see the the, the This is heavily um, satirical. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you just don't have a frame of reference at, at that time. You haven't experienced enough to understand the the jokes being made. Have you seen the first episode of South Park, uh, re- the recent season? No, no. Have you, oh Greg? My God. I've seen clips. I need to watch it. It's about school shootings. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, my God! Oh shit! <laughs> They just uh I I don't know if I should spoil it but it basically it's they treat it as normal like it's such a normal thing they don't even care about it and everything yeah, else everybody except Sharon bullshit. uh is like totally fine with it and then <laughs> and then she's freaking out and they're like she, she's just on her period so they're trying to like calm her down that's yeah wow yeah sounds great I need to watch it um, but yeah, we know what everyone's been playing this week, but the real question is, has anyone beaten a game this week? Yeah, I beat Hitman 2016. 
Hitman 2016. Didn't take him that long either. No, like each of the missions are only like. I already wrote them down twice. Oh. Uh, yeah, each of the missions are only like. Oh, fuck you, get that out of here. Like the longest one <laughs> took me an hour and 10 minutes. It was the one where I had to kill like four people. So. The compound in Colorado? Yeah. And it took me a while. But I, uh, I did it. Like the first guy I killed, like I found a trip mine. And I just like threw it over the wall of like an explosives like testing area that he was like <laughs> he was like checking on a bomb for, and he like walked onto it as he was leaving, and then just like, <laughs> and I was like, yes, <laughs> it's perfect. Did that not alert the others. Or oh, what? they they freaked out. They were like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> but I had to dodge like everybody who could like figure out that I shouldn't be there. Oh, okay. Because they have like a little dot above them if they have a if you, they can tell that you're not supposed to be there, um, and so you no just kind of like avoid here. their gaze, and then you can just uh, you know wander the camp until they calm back down, and then like oh, I guess it's fine. Nice. And then you go murder the other people. Nice. Sounds pretty sweet. <clears throat> uh, Cameron, you beat anything? No, no, no. I did not. <laughs> um, I, I did not either. Oh, okay. I beat Skyrim. As you guys know, because we're reviewing it today. Um, unfortunately, nothing else, man. I'm still behind Craig. What's the What's the hog? I, I th- rudely threw it over there. Right. It's on the floor. Let's see. I am at 28 games, and Schweiss is at 26. And Cam Cam, I think, is at like 11 or some shit. Yeah, and Joe's at 12, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, past host Joe, of course. Yeah. 12 games. That is the hog as follows for the hosts. We didn't get any updates yet, right? Okay, I guess we'll... No updates. Sorry, guys. We'll do that next time or whenever they whenever they can. Um, we do have a drawing that we're going to do later on today. But uh, before we do that, Greg, you got a question for us? Um, I will in a second. <laughs> second time in a row, Craig. I know. I don't know what's up with that. I'm usually on top of it. Do-do-do. Hold on. There we are. We're holding. Are you? Are you holding? I will hold, yes. What are you holding? Everything. Everything. <sighs> Cameron, are you ever going to beat Joe so then... I'll know, beat Joe. Not to keep mentioning Joe in, into the host. It'll it'll be done. I mean, it'll be done naturally. If, if I only ever played games I had to play, I'd still beat Joe. <laughs> yeah? It's just how bad do I want to beat him at this point? Because he's not playing any games besides what he has for Final Fantasy. Which isn't he hasn't touched it Okay. <laughs> so our question is from Corey. He says, if someone you slept with were to uh, use a video game character to describe your penis, which character would they use and why? And he says, you can't use Toad from Mario Kart because that one's already been taken. Um. Oh, yeah. Toad's the mushroom guy, huh? Yeah. Damn. What about the uh, the missile, the big black missile in uh, Mario? The Bullet Bill? Yeah, Bullet Bill. Big old thick bastard. I think it'd be Bullet Bill. <laughs> All right. It's like a chode, you know? Just a chode. <laughs> you have to be a Mario character. <clears throat> I know, but the Mario's so phallic, I mean... <laughs> Mario himself is so phallic? Yes. I would have picked the dick monster from Persona 5. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that, that, that's that's just as easy as saying I, it's I, old snake. I though. wish it could be like I wish it could be like vagina instead, so then I could do Shubnigarath from uh, well, you... the South Park <laughs> game. 
<laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. You could do the vagina balls monster. Yeah, yeah, from Parasite Eve. Fuck yeah. that. Fucking God, dude. I died to that boss so many fucking times. I know. I'm trying to think of a video game character that keeps coming back to life. After it should have died. Um... I mean, there's Nemesis, I guess. I, I was Any gonna Dark Souls character. I was gonna say Dark Souls character because yeah, you're undead, you keep coming back to life. And I so, mean, you, if you count the the Batman games, then you could say Solomon Grundy. No, nah, I'm not gonna go with Dark Souls because that's an, that's an easy thing for me. So yeah, once once you've you, you've died or climax, you just come back to life shortly thereafter. <laughs> Your dick is the ashen one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not undead, though. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying. <laughs> so what did you do to that thing? <laughs> like, I don't know, but it came back, it so. Was a, it was a Lord of Cinder. He had to burn it. It's just ready to go again and again. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. The Ashen one. Uh, yours is the... What did you say for yours? I didn't say. Oh, uh, what do you got then? I don't know. Uh... Or just like Kratos, you know. It's just Kratos. <laughs> yeah. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah. As I come, it's like, boy. He does have those sex mini games. Yeah, you know what? I'll go with Kratos. That's a good one. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's a good thing if your penis is just keeps saying boy. So. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's probably it, true. It's, it's only, not... it, it only gives boys. <laughs> okay, good save. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What about you, uh, Chase? What do you What do you got? Did it? Ha- I, I said the dick and balls monster. Did it have to be a character that was? Like, oh, okay. A character in the game. No, I mean, you know what? That works. The dick and balls. Yeah, funny. Sure. I said uh, full of bills. The, not so the I dick mean... and balls monster. Sorry. The 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 one in Persona Five. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <sighs> Why can't I remember that dude's name? I used that guy for a while. I don't know. I know who it is, yeah. but I didn't care enough to the, learn their the, names. The dick and the chariot. Yeah. 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 It's pretty funny looking. <laughs> pretty fucking awesome looking. All right. Well, shit. I guess, uh, I guess we better dive right into the Skyrim review. defeat was merely a delay. Till the time after oblivion opened. When the sons of Skyrim would spill their own blood. But no one wanted to believe. Believe they even existed. And when the truth finally dawns, it dawns in fire. But there's one they fear. In their tongue is Dovahkiin, Dragonborn.
The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim is an open world uh, adventure uh, role playing game developed and published by Bethesda. Well, I guess it's developed by Bethesda Game Studios and published by Bethesda Software Softworks, but nobody gives a shit about that. It's the fifth main installment in the Elder Scrolls series, following everyone's favorite Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Um, one of the big things they talked about when they were making Skyrim um, that I was reading up on, they like they liked Oblivion, they liked the idea of it, but they wanted to make a much more immersive world, and they wanted to like take what they did with Oblivion and expand upon that. Uh, Craig raised his eyebrows at that. I don't know if Craig believes they accomplished such things, but... I don't know. I don't think so. You can adopt children. How much more immersive does that Yeah, but that wasn't a DLC. It wasn't in the base game. That's true, yeah. The base you could make game. your own spells in Oblivion. That was fucking amazeballs. God. I mean, they also simplified the game compared to Oblivion, right? When they... They, yeah, they simplified the shit out of it, which in some ways is good, but in others, I miss. Well, it brings a lot more people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, the game was initially released on the PlayStation 3, Windows, and Xbox 360 on November 11th, 2011. So all those 11s going 11, on. 11, uh, 11, 11. I remember that and being like, assholes. <laughs> uh, that's why I refused to play it um, for seven years. <laughs> Uh, it's because of that. Um, it's been released five million times. You know, everybody knows. Like, oh, if it's a new console, it's only it's like it's like a it's like a big town in America. It's only a real town if it has a Walmart. You know, like the console is only a real console if it has a fucking it's Skyrim. Only, it's only a, <laughs> it's only a real fridge if it can play Skyrim. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Your Google Home can't play Skyrim. Only the fucking Alexa thing can. <laughs> only your phone. Um, uh, yeah, so the game is very well received. Um, everyone's given it like super high praise. Um, when it came out since then, like the game is, it's actually the ninth best selling game of all time. Um, and as of, well, I mean, across <laughs> like <laughs> 20 different versions, I would imagine. Yeah. So. And how many of that is, uh, people repeat buying it? Cause a, I a lot. I purchased Skyrim three times. Yeah. My, my joke there was, uh, it sold as many copies as it has ports, to, uh, different, <laughs> different consoles and <laughs> items, uh, that you can play it on. Like the, the zoom H one Skyrim edition, or it's fucking like little blocks coming across and you're going to like fight the dragon. You know, on our little digital recorder here. I, I can't wait to buy that version of the game. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, but yeah, as of uh, last E3, I think they, they announced that it had sold 30 million copies, um, which is pretty fucking sick. Uh, the best-selling game of all time is Tetris, which is ridiculous. Uh, I don't think that should count you at all. Count Tetris like, coming preloaded on phones count as being sold. As well, it also came bundled with well, like, I, I guess, Game Boy Advance. I guess the people who, who made the phone paid stuff. paid for all the licenses for that game, so technically they. Did I'm sure sell. Skyrim's going to do that soon. It's going to be loaded on any phone. It's going <laughs> to preloaded on every new. Oh, console. your phone didn't come with Skyrim. Yeah, that's how it's gonna. That's how it's gonna be. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's, it's, it's been a phenomenon. I mean, a lot of people have played Skyrim, and Elder Scrolls wasn't really that big of a series before Skyrim. I remember Oblivion was kind of a big deal, but it was like a big deal 
in a much smaller um, community. You know, it was, it was like I think it was released on like Xbox first, and everybody was like freaking out about it, and then it came to PlayStation, and then everybody was like, oh. Yeah, it, like they had to wait to to play uh, Oblivion. Yeah, I remember I wanted to get an Xbox 360 because one of my buddies in high school had Oblivion, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! This game is awesome." Um, Skyrim broke into that even more so, and just completely destroyed the uh, the rest of the series as far as like the sales go. Um, the the game's story basically you start out in a uh, in the best the best games start you out on a cart um, to the headsman's block you know and that's exactly how where Skyrim starts you out on um, you're and sitting it, does it make sense though that you're going to be going no, to this block it doesn't you have no idea why you're going there as far as I remember and right do you, do you hear how they mentioned how uh, like they don't know why you're you're not even on the list and they're just gonna kill you anyway well, <laughs> yeah. They just, like, picked you up as you were, like, leaving Skyrim or entering Skyrim or something. You're a refugee. Like, some, they, they, some they, other, got, they picked you up. You yeah. didn't have papers. Like, the horse, the horse thief. papers? The horse thief guy was trying to get out of Skyrim with the horses he stole, and they found you on the way. And they were like, yeah, just kill this guy, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a, oh, that's it's a, right. It's it a war something. zone. They, you're, you're, you're a male of, you know, fighting age, and they just got, you know, cover all their bases. And then never have that be a problem ever again the rest of the game. Well, I mean, they had, the, like, the leader of their enemies with them, and so they were just like, you know what, just fuck this guy, too. It's fine. Oh, wait, shit, sorry, it's the 12th best-selling game. Guilty by association. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, and that's where you start out, and you're there with a uh, with a dude named, uh, what is his, Jarl? Rayloff? Is that him? Oh, no, that's, uh, that's the guy who helps the, it's, um... Jeez, oh, what's that guy's name? No, oh, there are too many Jarls in the game. Fucking... You mean Ulfric Stormcloak? Yeah, that guy. Ulfric. Oh, yeah, Ulfric. You uh, guys are the ones who played the game I'm... most recently. <laughs> I know, I know. That's and that's... I, I joined him. I joined the Stormcloak. You joined the Stormcloaks? Jo- yeah. <laughs> I'm not about the, 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 the Romans. The names... Yeah, I'm all about the like bearskin guys. Those guys are awesome. What man. you have to do is pull a Sweden the entire time until near the end of the game. Yeah, <laughs> and then neutral. you resolve the differences between the two of them. Yeah, but you don't get the the trophies for the uh, doing the <laughs> Civil War. True, yeah. the Marvel Civil War. <laughs> I went with uh, I think his name was Ralph. Isn't that the blonde haired guy, or am I completely off? Uh, uh, I know it's, it's General Tullus or. Tullius. The point is, without without the Imperials there, the rest of the people in Skyrim would starve. You know, the Imperials I had just, plenty of food. You don't know that. All you gotta do is search some caves, you know, you open every drawer and you find <laughs> they cheese They have farms and everywhere. Then without There's the, like a the money, massive fucking farm the money right that outside Whiterun. Without the money that the Imperials bring in to, the, to Skyrim, <laughs> without the trade that connects them. I mean, what's a, what's a few thalm we're walking through striking down your gods really in comparison to the wealth I mean, of the Empire? There aren't really any Thalmor in the game. That's kind of why it's... <laughs> Like there's one spot where they are in like the story mission, and then you like occasionally see one on the road because you did that mission. So I mean, there's like not really any elves in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They they don't belong there. They, we don't like the elves out here. Yeah, everybody's racist in Skyrim. They kind of are. Yeah, they really, they really kind of are. They're pretty fucking awful. Uh, so as you're going to the heads headsman's uh, block, and you're just about to get executed with. Stormcloak here, um, a giant dragon 
crashes the party and like melts the town basically and in the ensuing chaos you escape as the player as does a uh, stormcloak um, see the thing that always bothered me about the, that beginning is like it's alduin that goes there for like no fucking reason spoiler like, just no fucking reason and he's just yeah alduin the main <laughs> antagonist of the game shows up maybe it's to it's kill like, you because uh, remember, he's he just, he just woke he just woke up and just had to stretch his wings and then roast a and, few people and then just happened to go to where the dragon just like was he so happened to got to picked save up. his life just only so ha- to have that guy and then end his life a little later. It's it's convenient <laughs> for the plot. I know, but it could have just been, like it was convenient it could, to put you there in the first place I, to get your head cut off. The thing is, it could exactly, have been yeah. it could have been any dragon though. It could yeah. have been. That's Any true, dragon. it wouldn't have mattered. You would have still killed a dragon later. It could have even been the one that you end up killing. Because, I mean, there's, like, another, like there's another later. thing later where you fight, Aldu- you fight Alduin, like, twice in the game. So, I mean, like, it could have just been any dragon. It didn't need to be Alduin, like, the world eater. Well, that's how you introduce the, the bad guy. You do it in the beginning. But it's still and weird. I'll say this for later, but uh, doesn't Alduin, like, kind of disappear throughout the whole game until towards the end? So, yeah, like halfway through, they they uh, that's the mid part fight with him, and then you like send him into the future or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after you escape this dragon, you uh, go to the city of Whiterun, and where you basically help fight another dragon. And this is where you finally learn that you are a dragon born, um, and you absorb the soul of the dragon that you killed. And everyone's like, "Oh Fucking my god!" Metal. Yeah. <laughs> You absorb the soul and you take his bones with you and f- to just store in your chest. No afterlife for you. <laughs> That's uh, right. You gotta make that dragon bone armor. You'll be dragon fuel for my voice spells. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, everyone's like freaking out. Um, you're basically summoned to meet with the Greybeards, who are like a, a weird monk sort of like cult group of old men who study the dragon language. Because the dragons... You know they they don't they speak English but they don't like speaking English they're real <laughs> stuck on their old well, their I mean, own just a whole bunch they, of they uh, like to speak English because if they speak their own language a lot of shit happens yeah <laughs> people start dying when they speak their own language old men up on a mountain who like to yell out people down the valley yeah the only thing is the people in the valley oh, can actually hear them so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true they're like ah shut up yeah you're like all the way in right white run and then like the fucking mountain that's miles off there you just hear. And everybody's like freaking the fuck out. <laughs> what is that? Is that God? <laughs> no, it's just those crazy old bastards on the mountain with their fucking giant horns. I, I, I think it's through. funny that everybody just knows that it's them. It's like, oh, well, well other people make a pilgrimage up to the mountain all the time. Well, so. yeah, and I, some people do. I made it for like, a guy because he was too old. I mean, like, if you do, like, some of the Daedric quests, though, you, like, hear the voice out of nowhere of, like, the demon lord, and then you're just like, huh, it could have been the voice of one of the gods. But uh, no, it's just the Greybeards talking True. for some reason, you know, because they're a silent cult. <laughs> yeah, so you meet up with those guys and you basically convince them to kind of teach you how to harness the power of the shout, which is the, which is what happens when you speak the dragon word, at least specific dragon words. You can like yell and it does certain abilities. Um, it's almost like a, it's a kind of a sort uh, form of magic that the game has. Um, it's more of a, like a utility thing 
Yeah, generally. it's just it's, another form of magic they didn't yeah. require uh, like mana to use. Yeah, it has its own separate cooldown. Use it too. It's supposed to be strong enough too because it has a huge cooldown. Yeah, between just, the times. Just thinking that. about the second spell that you learn uh, or uh, Dragon Shout the game that if you yell really hard, you start speeding up. Yeah, you like teleport. <laughs> 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 I'm the Flash now. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is that is true. That is the the whirlwind sprint is like one of my favorite things to do is uh, when you shout <laughs> and you change the weather. Yeah, <laughs> get out of your damn clouds. Or the most useless one where you like become ethereal and like nothing can hit you, but you also can't hit anything. That's good enough. You need to escape and find somewhere to heal real fast. Yeah. I mean, I, can you heal while you do that? It'll be cool to get past all those damn puzzles and just fucking walk. Oh, yeah, if you could, like, walk <laughs> through the gates and shit, that would be useful if they did that. But no. No, you're still blocked. Can't break the game It's a magic far, gate. Yeah. So, uh, upon uh, learning the, the shout abilities and, like, having these old men kind of teach you their, the ways of the, the word, is what they call it. Um, really high fantasy. This one's way, way more high fantasy than Oblivion was, which is weird because they're both super high fantasy. But this one's got like the fucking shouts and like the the old men and they're like rusty old and musky old tomes and they're just like up in their little keep and they like are secretive and shit. It's it's real Brandon Sanderson shit going on in, in Skyrim with the magics. Um, and it's it's good though, but it's like. It's weird because like it's an RPG and like we played a lot of RPGs, but this one's like it's like extra nerdy with that. But it's it's good, it's good. So once you once you learn about the shout and you kind of learn how to how to harness that, it kind of brings in the other big plot of the game, which is the uh, civil war that's going on in Skyrim. So Ulfric Stormcloak, the the man who was meant to be beheaded alongside you, um, and his arch nemesis, the uh, Tilius guy, General Tilius, who was there executing, trying to execute him. They're in like this big battle. Tilius was basically sent by uh, the Imperial Legion to put an end to this um, rebellion that's going on in Skyrim uh, against the uh, the Crown, um, against the the capital. And honestly, I don't really, I don't really remember what the reason. They the reason that they were fighting is because the uh, the Imperials lost the war to the Thalmor, the High Elves, and so they uh, and the Thalmor wanted to get rid of like Talos as a god, which is like oh the that's dude right that came from Skyrim, and he was like the biggest god of Skyrim, and people of Skyrim were not happy with that, so they were like fuck you, we're gonna we're gonna retain our own kingdom. You can go fuck off. But, yeah. And then the Imperials didn't like that, so that's pretty that's, much why they're fighting. That's right. That's that's really simple, but that's kind of the, the <laughs> great thing it's about... It's a religious war. Yeah, it's, it happens all the time. Party war. Uh, so once you... We also meet another group called the Blades, who are like an ancient group of like dragon killer people, and they're almost all <laughs> dead. Um, honestly, the ones that are alive, like they're not really... Super significant the the story. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're kind of weak. I mean, well, Delphine is like the one who introduces you to a bunch of shit, but then like, they serve she the just plot. Only. Off yeah, they serve the plot, but they're not very intimidating for what. And then they're... their weapons are shit. Like I like the I like their katanas, but they don't. They're not good. No, nope. and you only find like one. You didn't find the blonde-haired lady scary, the one who was part like the head of the blades. 
She was pretty intimidating. Yeah, I don't know. The one who has the inn and like river run. Yeah. Yeah, she's weak as shit. <laughs> yeah, but she looks intimidating. You know, you know what? You know what? She also probably looks awesome under those clothes. No matter how old, <laughs> no matter how old you are in Skyrim, or how no, your face could look like a fucking <laughs> like old worn leather, like a cowboy saddle that's been used for forty years. But when you take that cloak <laughs> off, that is fucking fine. I had there. someone from work fucking toe. Rec- I had someone from work recently look into one of our episodes and scrub to the exact moment what you're talking about that that last episode. And so that's the first impression he got was Schweiss talking about the toned and perfect body underneath the underneath the clothes and yeah, oblivion. It's, it's like you want to see it every time too. It's like it's so perfect. And oblivion's got that sheen too. It's got that shine to it. You know. It's weird that it only wow. like affects like the neck and face for like aging shit. Yeah. It's like they didn't think that you'd have a whole bunch of prepubescent teens going through taking clothes well, I mean, off of everyone. I mean, you're taking the armor off of the dudes, like to obviously either use it for yourself or sell it. So I mean, like they gotta know you're gonna be stripping these people. And then it's like, wow, that old guy was fucking built. I'm surprised I was able to take him down. Like, holy At shit. At least they should have had a game testing scenario where they're appalled by how many well, people are stripping people I mean, naked. Why would you do that? That person's well, dead. I mean, like, every, every NPC yet, is, like, the same, like, has the same build, but, like, at the beginning you can choose kind of, like, what build your guy is, if he's, like, really skinny or if he's, like, muscular. They don't have any variation in the name, in the NPCs. They're all just fucking ripped. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's it's crazy, and it's the same thing in Skyrim. They're just everyone's just fucking toned. They're all. It's a hard world. It's a hard place they live in, and they're fit. They all climb that. It's mountain. a hard world living up in the north. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, it always reminds me of those like religious pictures, you know, like how they have like the paintings of like. Uh, like various religious figures, and they always are sculpted. But like always just ripped as fuck. <laughs> Maybe it was done in the spirit of that. I mean, Skyrim is sort of. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all about the Nordic uh, beliefs and stuff. Like, is it just the ancient version of uh, selfie filters? Maybe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's get that orange tint. <laughs> Even this twelve-year-old is fucking ripped. <laughs> <laughs> this toddler just like well, I, massive, like, fucking I, dunking on you. I mean, like, I remember seeing like flexing on you. I remember going to church one time and seeing like a painting, and there was like this like they were looking over the edge of like the ark or whatever, and there's just like this twelve year old kid, and he was fucking ripped as shit, and I was like, I don't think I could take that kid. <laughs> <laughs> that kid would take me to town. <laughs> I won't even get to. I won't even get a hit in on that shit. Fucking break my hand. Uh, yeah. So you also learn. You learn about a special. Um, a special spell. That the ancient Nords use. So, like, Alduin is like a time. He's trapped in time, and he has been fought before, and he's come back, which doesn't really make any sense because he fights you in the beginning, and that's I think can see why Caleb would have a a problem with that because he's supposed to be locked up on top of the mountain in like. Well, you space do that later time. with the uh, Elder Scroll. You like send him into the future or some shit. No, you. He's sent into the future, and the future is now. And when you activate the Elder Scroll, you release him so you can kill him. That's why it's weird that he's there in the beginning of the game. That doesn't—I don't understand that. Unless I'm, unless I'm like wrong, but I don't think I am. I think the whole point of his of well, the dragon I was that they that trapped was, him. 
Well, he's the one that came back because he's the one that started reviving all the other dragons because they're not really What's the dead city that they unless take you their to soul get... is absorbed. What's that first starting city called again? Helgen. <clears throat> I, I remember when playing the game that the, the point was that in the past he was just too powerful and like there was this cutscene where he's fucking up all the the um the I guess NPCs and then this old guy just sends him to the future with the Elder Scroll. Isn't that kind of what happened? Yeah, yeah. I think I guess no, I guess he's out now completely, but you had to go to the place that you uh that they sent him into the Elder Scroll to like pull him there. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I just barely played that part. I I just barely played half of the game like today <laughs> and I it's 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 kind of up there. Um, you also meet another dragon whose name is uh, Parthenax. And he's he, the leader of the Greybeards. Yeah, he's the leader of the Greybeards, which is kind of surprising, um, but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, he basically used to be like uh, the baddies, like right-hand man, like a big deal, and he's kind of an evil, was an evil dragon. And he's There's like a little subplot where the where people want him to die for what he did forever ago, um, and I let him live. I don't know, did you guys ever kill him? No, I like Parthenax. I've killed him before in in another game, but Parthenax, the other dragon, yeah, the one on top of the mountain. No, I didn't kill him. I don't think I did. Yeah, I I, I forgave his uh, sins of the past, Um, but uh, he. uh, Well, the Blaze only wanted him dead because he was a dragon. Pretty much, yeah. They're they're also racist. Everybody's racist. You know, they were racist in Oblivion too. Now that I'm thinking about it, like the elves, like. Yeah, nobody likes the elves. Yeah, they all hated them. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, wasn't this like Nord centralized? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. this is all Nords, basically. I mean, there's like camps of like orcs, and the Nords seem to be okay with orcs, but they fucking hate the elves. Like any elf, they're just like fucking elves. (laughs) I guess they just take like the dwarves and the common like mythos. Like elves. Well, like the dwarves don't even exist anymore. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, that's a whole the other, dwemer, the yeah. dwemer. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, so you find the uh, you find the Elder Scroll, which is what uh, Alduin was cast into, like the currents of time. And it was supposed to. They were hoping that he would never reemerge. But you get the you get a cutscene near the very end of the game where it's like the the blades of old, and they're fighting him. And one of the blades. <laughs> I was like really disturbed by this, but it was like the chick, the girl, I can't remember what her name was, but she was uh, like, she was like, oh, I've killed two of their kind today. And it's like, we're going to do this. And she goes and like, she's like, yeah, let's go fight Alduin. And like, she gets a few hits in, you know, and everybody's fighting. And then Alduin just like fucking grabs her, just like ragdolls the shit out of her, just chucks her body up the mountain. I was like, whoa, holy shit. Uh, yeah. She's like, oh, you got two of us, huh? Well, fuck you. That's uh, that reminds me of like Schweiss was doing that mission where you like have to capture the dragon in Dragon's Reach, yeah. And he like summons the dragon, and there's like a guard that was like standing right next to him. Dragon comes by, that guard is not there anymore. He just like, <laughs> yeah. grabs him and like throws him. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, that guy was standing right next to me. He's gone now. <laughs> he probably hasn't even landed yet. <laughs> Still flying through the fucking air. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I like the part when you're in uh, White Run and you're, fight, and you're fight, fighting that dragon. Uh, in the beginning, uh, the, uh, car- the one of the White Run guards will go, uh, "Oh man, my cousin's fighting this dragon." But uh, uh, like after he just fought the dragon, he just gets upset that he's not fighting dragons in the front line. 
It's like it just the doesn't make sense. Like how that happened. <laughs> yeah, the the NBCs the 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 comments they make are oddly triggered. Like they it it doesn't make sense based on what just happened. Basically ever. Um, so yeah, you uh, you convince the uh, Civil War to kind of put a halt because the dragons. Ever since Alduin came back, he's been uh, he's been like summoning um, the dragons. They're like becoming a fucking uh, a, a pestilence on the land. You know, they're they're annihilating people. And this is the one thing I noticed about Skyrim is they don't move their dead ever. Because uh, I went back to Whiterun and I was I failed to save this guy. I think it was the Smith. Yeah, because he had the vampires come in and trash him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he's just laying Cabins. in the fucking street dead. And, like, he's still laying in the street dead. And that was, like, the fifth hour of me playing this game that this guy died. And I'm like, can, and we, his, and can his, we move this? Like, and his daughter's still there. Uh, yeah, this daughter, fucking this, tanning his leather. His fucking family. I think, her, I, think his, I think her mom is dead, too. Yeah, she's just sitting there. Just, he's dead in the street. Her daughter's there tanning leather. And so what I started doing, because I killed the vampires and whatnot, and I actually saved the smith, but yeah, the bodies don't ever leave. So I ended up throwing them inside the fucking stream underneath the bridge so I don't have to see them anymore. You should, like, pull them next to the daughter. That's, that's what I would I was like, <laughs> yeah. put her dad there. Smooth like the body there. Get him, sit him up on a chair so it looks like he's still there, you know, and he's just <laughs> lounging. Weekend at Bernie's in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just fucking, just lounging. That happened with me with the uh, cultists. Uh, when you come back from the Greybeards and then you kill the cultists, and then they just they just stay there for, for like days and days in the game. I think they only leave if you leave the game, like you have to restart the game. Oh, wow, yeah. I think that's why these games get glitchy is because they don't, like, delete the code. And so after, like, 100 hours, the stuff just, like, gets fucky, you know? That's what I noticed with, like, Oblivion when I played it. Like, the longer your save file goes on, the more shit, like, starts to go crazy. Like, there was this, like, town that I just had, like, a... It was, like, one of those, like, cups with, like, fucking paintbrushes in it. It was just, like... It was sitting there, and I was like, oh, that's weird. And then, like, eventually it started, like, rotating... And then for, after a while, it was, like, in this huge circle, and it's, like, violently thrashing and, like, damaging people. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, the longer my save file goes on, like, the more violent this, this paint can goes. The world becomes goes. corrupted. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it started doing the thing that that game does, too, where, like, I would, I would come into a, a zone. I'd like, I'd leave a zone, and, like, the dragon's bones would just, like, fall from the sky and, like, land again. <laughs> Uh, that happened to me all the time in Fallout 3 where I'd enter an area that had previously cleared and then all the enemies, enemy bodies would spawn in the air and then just slowly fall, back fall down. down. I wonder if it's like they had their original spawn point but then they're like, oh yeah, they're dead and they just like let them fall to the ground. It's like, how does this happen? Like In Oblivion, I think it takes like a couple weeks for the, like their bodies to disappear but I don't think they do in Skyrim. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they do either. I, it's, that fucking Nord guy has been dead for a long time. In uh, River Run, he's been dead for a long <laughs> fucking time, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, you basically you peer through the window in time when you get the Elder Scroll and you kind of see the uh, you see the fight go on, and that's how you learn the the shout to combat Alduin, the main boss. You see what they did in the past, um, and you use that shout to destroy him. Um, you also get help from a, a dragon that you summon and trap named Odoving, and. Uh, he basically tells you where he tells you where um, Alduin has gone 
and you go through a little portal and you go to this weird ass ancient fort called Skulda Skuldafen, which is really just uh fucking Valhalla as far as I can tell um for the Nords. So like this game has a lot of uh it like plays with the Nordic theology in a lot of ways. Like you've yeah. got Alduin, he's supposed to be like the the you know, the end the end times guy, like a serpent the what do they call him? Like the world's the the world serpent, yeah. Yeah, he's he's Jormungandr. basically Jormungandr in Norse mythology, and then we go to this afterlife plane um, to fight him in the end, and that's basically Valhalla. I mean, you go in, and it's like the people are like music is playing. There's like massive, like six million gallon uh, <laughs> tankards on the side, like fucking on tab. You got the all the beer you could ever want. You know, everyone's just <laughs> chilling. The, the fucking whole cows filled with cheese. Yeah, dude, the the cows they've got roasting on those spits, they look like they have cheese injection. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I want that it's so crap. fucking bad. <laughs> you can't take it though. I walked over and I was gonna steal their like roasted cow cheddar cow roast or whatever you want to call it <laughs> but, uh, but it wasn't available to me so only when you die um you can join the the valhalla so i i thought that kind of stuff was pretty cool in the game but you basically you join back up with the uh the three warriors the three um fucking the blades from the past and this is where i kind of to me it kind of feels almost like the those guys were from different times because you kind of trap Alduin, uh, you know what, maybe not. I think they were all probably from the same fucking time period. But I was thinking it'd be cool if it was like different ages of Dragonborn because there's only supposed to be like, to me it seemed like there was only one Dragonborn at a time. But I don't know, maybe it's just like one for a certain amount of time or something because we had Mirak in one of the DLCs and he's a Dragonborn too. But he was he, from the he past. Was, yeah, he was an old one that yeah. came back. Oh, okay. So yeah, it seems it seems like there's like a weird, the the weird time loop with uh with Alduin like grabbed three dudes and like over time they they fought him at this the same spot and he's trapped at that location but he's like stuck there physically but it's like through the times he's still there it's like a weird it's almost like uh it almost reminds me of Arrival the movie it's like time kind of flows for Alduin's poor ass it flows like backwards and forward and fighting him kind of flows backwards and forward based on the Elder Scroll on that peak, mm-hmm. um, and you you go into the uh, you go into the fucking afterlife plane, and that's where you fight him um, with the the three guys you you saw fight him and trap him into the Elder Scroll in the past, and you bring his ass down with the uh, with the special dragon shout that you got um, the dragon rend I think or something like that, and it basically like paralyzes him and brings him down to the ground, which I don't know why. They can't take damage in the air, like. No, they they can. It's just harder to damage them while they're flying around, right? I, I dude, I swear to God, he wasn't Alduin taking anything. doesn't take damage unless you use Dragon Rend on him. Okay, but other dragons you can still hit in the air. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it was and it, it it was brutal until I did the Dragon Rend and then I annihilated him. But uh, you kill him, you become a hero. Um, they tell you like, hey, you know. You should come back. You'll you'll come back to Valhalla one day. We're excited to meet you when you finally die, and then you're uh, booted back into the world. Um, the dragon that helped you out, uh, Odaving or whatever, he's like, "Yeah, dude, we're cool. Like, whenever you need me, just call me up. Got my digits, you know." Is he the one that gives you that helps you fly around afterwards? Yeah, yeah, nice. 
Yeah. So Does he... Odovan allow you to to fly um, permanently, like traveling, or you can fly it... around on him? But it's mostly just like in a figure eight, just like around wherever no, you. I are. thought you could call him, and then he's basically he takes you to an area. No, you tell him I don't think there's like. But you don't. You can't control like it. Uh, I remember flying on dragons as being like they just kind of circle an area that you're in and they just like breathe fire or whatever you want. Yeah, um, when you do the Mirac quest, the the DLC quest line, you get a dragon in there as well. Um, you take Mirac's dragon from him and he's he kind of takes you to a spot but you like are able to attack with him and stuff too so it's like a weird... But you can't control him. Yeah, you can't control him at all other than like hey, go kill that guy and then you watch him slowly kill this guy, like painfully slowly kill... <laughs> fucking seeker and it's like oh god I wish you'd just fucking flown over this I don't have time to watch this shit and then like it's weird cause you're above this like sea this like black sea in that DLC and he's like diving into it he's like going in like he's fucking Whoa. and then suddenly he's just like it just like frame skips and he's like flying it up again and it's like it's not even a figure eight there's no room for the dragon flying animation <laughs> in the fucking DLC <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the game it's it's extremely immersive in so many ways. I mean, the main story quest ends, and you don't get credits or anything. The game's and it's funny because there's a guy who's like in Valhalla. He's like, you know, there there are many things for you to do before you join us here in Valhalla. And for me, it was like, you know, you're gonna keep playing this game, so get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, there's probably about 700 areas you haven't explored yet, so yeah keep on playing you know yeah and you probably you fucking will every cave with every bear in it that's right yeah every every cave bear um there's a quest for giving you know pelts to some lady I've somewhere never, i've never completed that quest i've always picked it up and I always remember i have the quest because whenever you pick up a fucking bear pelt I'll go oh look bear pelt yeah you it's got, like you got, you got two <laughs> two out of ten bear pelts and then later i'm playing the game i'm like oh i'm overweight what can i get rid of bear uh, pelts, bear, bear pelts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh zero bear pelts like oh yeah that quest saying oh well well i'm all the way out here so i'm never completing that right now so i'll move on without the bear pelts and forget about it until I pick up bear pelts again. Yeah, and then you're like, oh yeah, bear pelts. Because <laughs> like, it has the miscellaneous tab and there's like 7,000 miscellaneous quests. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but the game, yeah, the story of the game is pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Um, I mean, a little confusing with the like time stuff. Um, and him being it has captured. A time plot. Yeah, it's got a time plot. Um, I don't think it's a bad one necessarily. And honestly, it's a it's a story that just introduces you to the world. It explains like what's going on in Skyrim right now. It explains why are there dragons flying around here? Like there weren't dragons in oblivion. What the fuck is going on? Like this is the same planet. You know, why are there dragons here? And it's like, Oh, it's because this Alduin guy came back. Um, and that's where the, the dragons are coming from. And then you get the, the sense of the, the sense of civil war and, um, the effects of that on the people. Um, but as as with Oblivion, for me, a lot of the uh, a lot of the story and a lot of the like setting and lore and all the good stuff is fleshed out from the side quests of the game. Um, there's a lot of great info in there. There's a lot of great character building. Um, I'm really glad I found the second volume of Lusty Argonian Maid. You know, I that was a classic from the first game that I loved, and now I have the continued adventures of Lifts Her Tail. You know, it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm cherish cherishing those copies that I found in that cave. 
I think it was like the troll guys or like the little midget guys that throw the spears. I think they they were the little pervs that had like the stacks of lusty Argonian maids. I don't think maids. they can even read. <laughs> I don't think so either, but they, they sensed greatness in there and they hoarded them and I took them all. But uh, yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think about the the story of Oblivion or uh, Skyrim? Jesus, sorry. Uh, what do you think about the plot, like the the overall setup, like the world building? Because um, for me, it's it's a good story, but it's very it's very short. It is very short, um, and I think it really just introduces you to the world more than anything. It's like here is Skyrim. Um, this is what's happening. This is why it's happening. Now go out and play it. You know, um, I think the story is almost like the first chapter in your Skyrim adventure for me, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. I mean, well, they hope that you get distracted by side stuff before you actually finish it. Yeah, and I like the other DLC main quest that tricks you to thinking it's the main quest. Yeah, because you'd have it done the main quest for like twenty hours, so you can't remember exactly. And it's called Dragonborn. You're like, oh yeah, I'm Dragonborn. That's the quest. I'm like, man, this is weird. I'm going into this book. Like, this seems odd. It seems different from what I was doing before, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. And, like, there was a moment where I was like, oh, man. I, I was, like, doing a side quest. So I, I was doing the main quest, right? And then I went into a village, and I found a side quest. And I was in the middle of doing that side quest. And then I got a dog that was talking to me in English, and I started doing his side quest. Oh, being, did you do that side quest? Yeah, I did, yeah. That one was pretty fun. That was uh, that was one of the Daedric missions. Oh, oh yeah, I guess it would be, huh? It was a Daedric uh, prince or whatever. That, yeah. uh, which uh, which reward did you choose? Um, I think I got the axe or whatever. You I got took the, the axe. Yeah. Did you guys so ever you do the, the Daedric dog? mission with the mace? No, I didn't kill the dog. Maybe I didn't get the axe. Because you can choose between like the mask or the axe. Oh, I think depending I, on whether or not you kill the dog. I think I got the mask then. I didn't kill the dog. Okay. Um, I let the dog let the dog live. But uh, I was like amazed that the I axe was, is fucking sweet looking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost I almost killed the dog for it. But uh, did it's you guys a, ever do the Daedric mission with the mace? Yeah, I sent twice on that mission, like right before we started. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but it seemed pretty fun. Um, it's funny. But there's there's just so much in this game, so much to be had, so much to be played, uh, so many quests to take on. I mean, I did the I did all of the thieves guild quests, and I thought that was a great storyline, like with the nightingales and the the betrayal that they had, and like their own goddess um, that they have that like grants you special abilities, special boons, um, and I I thought that was really cool, and I think that I like what Oblivion and Skyrim have done with the gods in in these worlds. Like they all exist. Like the gods and the demons, like they're they're totally real. Like every bit of it is is real. It's not like you know folklore or anything like that. It's like yeah, there's there's a ton of gods. And yeah, they totally exist. These ones are evil, and these ones are not evil, and you got to watch out for these ones. Well, um, I don't think you talk to the gods in, in Skyrim, but you do in Oblivion. Yeah, you mostly just talk to the evil people in Skyrim, it seems. Yeah. Uh, the, you got like, the Daedric I, missions. I kind of wish that there were, like, the god missions, too, so you can, like, get another set of, like, interesting special items. Mm-hmm. But it's just the evil people. One thing I, I like about... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I think there is a god that you can talk to uh, through the Oracle, right? <laughs> Did you guys do that mission? There, it started with an M. Uh, Mordrin? Morin? Oh, um, more... Oh, crap. 
So anyways, you find the orb, and you pick up the orb. She goes, I task you to go cleanse my temple uh, quest. Oh, the Meridia? She's not yeah, a god. Meridia. She's a... Uh... She's another one of the Daedric people, but she's not really evil. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, awesome ones like Shio Goroth. And I believe yeah, he's not evil, he's just kind of an asshole. Um, I like how, though... He has a quest in there. Depending on how you play the yes, game, um, it changes your experience, um, and basically the length <laughs> of the game, too. Because this current playthrough that I'm going through, I wanted to be a conjurer, like a mage, that would basically use conjuring enemies and uh, summon swords and whatnot to fight. In early game, that makes it really hard because you don't have really good spells. You don't have enough mana to make it worthwhile. Um, but late game, it's super easy to become the archmage of the College of Winterhold. You do all their quests super fast. You basically go from student to I'm in charge of the whole fucking school within like two hours. Yes. Nice. Um, but once you do that and you have all that cool stuff, um, you basically become a god when it comes to magic. Don't even have to get involved in the fight. Um, but that's a totally different experience of, of the game than it would be if you decided to be just you know a warrior just with swords and whatnot or sneaking. So each time you play the game, depending on how you want to play it, it changes your entire experience of the game too. Yeah, and it's an entire an entire experience that's hundreds of hours long each time. If well, you want if to you do, do all the side quests, yeah. I was looking at the Tad this the main story and it's anywhere from thirty two hours to twenty four hours, depending on how you play it. Just the main story stuff if you're not speedrunning. Main story stuff? Yeah. It's like 10 hours. I know. It's super short. I think, yeah, I think it's hard because people just get distracted and then they count the time. Yeah. <laughs> speedrunning, I'm pretty sure, is around 10 hours. But Speedrun um, would probably Did you guys ever do, do the, the drinking side quest where you find this guy in the, in the tavern? Yeah, I was telling twice about that one earlier. That's the uh, you get a real Shea, you get a real cool it's the item at the end. mission. He yeah. goes full uh, yeah. He goes full uh, Mad Hatter from Alice in that one. <laughs> so you you find this guy in this in this tavern, um, and you drink with him, and basically you wake up this far away from where you were before, and you have to find out what the fuck happened, and you trace the story all the way back, find out you're going to get it's married. basically like the hangover. Oh my god. Yeah, you find <laughs> out You find out all the shenanigans, shenanigans get in, people are angry at you, you have to find out why they're angry at you, what you did the night before. Tracing your steps backwards with this dude, um, you find out you were going to marry someone, and you totally just ditched her at the altar type of thing. Um and then as you find out what happened, you find out the guy you're drinking with was a Daedric prince, Daedric lord, and he had such a fun time drinking and just having, you know, having fun with you that he gives you this uh, staff called the Sanguine Rose that allows you to summon Daedric uh, warriors. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah, they're super Wait, powerful. Wasn't that also the one where he has like a tea party? Yeah, so to, to find him, you have to go through some fucking weird yeah. shit to get to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the Shio Gorath one, right? Yeah. yeah, and he's like having a tea party with like a bunch of people, and then he's like, "Yeah, you should go find out what happened last night." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a lot of fun, and the DLCs were Oblivion too. I liked his world, and then you, you got the spell to like change the weather and shit after you did his quest line. Yeah. Dude, um, being able to summon a Daedric warrior, that was super powerful for doing uh, cave clearing stuff. Yeah, especially if you're like a mage. You yeah. just send them in to be the, like the <laughs> tank and you're just back there nuking. I'm still working my way to have the ability to have two things summoned at a time so I can have him and an astronaut going at stuff. But the problem with the astronauts is that the collateral damage is the thing and you get people mad at you. 
Oh, yeah, because they're just nuking the areas. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are kind of shitty. Well, which one are you using? Uh, so this, I usually use the flame this, Atronach, but the uh, ice Atronach is the biggest culprit of getting in the way of everyone. Yeah. The ice, and I think the storm one does, too. I haven't really used the storm one, so. Oh, it's like the storm one, if I remember right, he kind of like, because he's like a bunch of rocks, I think he like breaks himself apart and does like a tornado thing. And it's he just like fucks everything. I have some stuff out gameplay wise, but we'll I'll wait till we get to that por- portion. Yeah, um, yeah, I enjoyed the storylines. I mean, I enjoyed the the little mini quest lines, like the the one with the dog. The Daedric mission was pretty fun. The, like Daedric Prince, like basically got tired of his dog, and then he like came back to him, and he wanted me to kill him because he hated him. But I was like, nah, you're stuck with him. You know, you're stuck with him forever. The dog's pretty chill. I'm not gonna kill him off. Barabbas. <laughs> I remember that quest. Yeah, and then like the I think the one with the the Nightingales one was pretty was pretty fucking sweet. Um, finding out what happened with the the thieves guild and all that. I didn't do the Dark Brotherhood. I never found it. I don't. I don't think so. I found a door that reminded me of the one in Oblivion where it was like yeah, there is a, there's a way the to get into the Dark Brotherhood. And yeah, there's a specific mission you have to follow. Basically, you have to find out that there's a kid trying to summon the Dark Brotherhood and then do the kid's bidding and then as like pretending you're the Dark Brotherhood and then from there the Dark Brotherhood takes you on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what Craig was saying, but I, I never found that, so I never did that. I was hoping to do those it's two. It's this kid in an orphanage, and he wants the mistress of the orphanage to die. Yeah, I thought that was always super weird, because like then in the DLC, it's like, you can adopt people from said orphanage where you murdered the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you I did it in front of the kids, too. <laughs> it's like circle time, and he's like, I'm a binder. He's the one! A B C. Well, like the one, there's like another chick who works at the fucking orphanage, and like she watched me do this, like murder, like the like the old lady, like in front of the kids too. And then later on, I go in there, and she's like, "So you want to adopt a kid? That's really great." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's a great guy. Just doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> my civic duty is all. I mean, you can adopt other kids that are just, like, homeless, uh, but, I mean, you can just go to the orphanage, too. Nice. Yeah, I never did that. I have the DLC for it, but I never built my house. I just bought the uh, Breeze home in Whiterun, and I never, like, upgraded it. It's still, like, a musty piece of shit with, like, some real... I, I got really obsessed with, like, collecting all the books... In the game, I was like, I want to have an awesome Skyrim library. You, you know, can, I just want to have like a shit ton of books. You got to get the uh, the bookshelves so you can like stack all your books on them. I'm gonna alphabetize too. Like, it's gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> was, I, it a, was it a DLC a, to when you get married uh, for the person to sell stuff? It depends yeah, they, on the person. Yeah, yeah, they become uh, either like a companion for you to help you fight in battle, or they like start a little store. And certain people you marry give you certain benefits of like what they can sell and how much money they can generate and whatnot. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah, that's it's cool. like extra income that you don't because you, you know going through urns and getting gold not enough in this game. No, <laughs> but, but they're always uh, bitches because they can they like sell their wedding ring. Man, the thing that has made me the most money in Skyrim is just finding stuff to to sell. It's just going through loot and selling all my loot. Yeah, I always sell my loot to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like I, think, I feel like we're not making any money. 
Do you ever feel that way? Like we're not really making any money off of this. <laughs> there's, there's like a there's a skill you can get that like makes every uh, like merchant get like a thousand extra gold to start with, and then there's another one where you can sell anything to any merchant. So I just be like, here, here, babe, just like take all this stuff for me, then like wait a day, and then she like reload her gold. So it's like, well. yes. <laughs> That'd be funny if it like just circulated through your gold and you actually didn't make any gold because <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> that, would be, that would be fucking shit. I would never do that. I mean, the stuff you give her goes away eventually, right? So theoretically, she, she sells it. I, yeah, she just sells it. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Mine, my biggest thing was yeah, just finding loot in caves and selling it. Um, I got, I have like forty eight thousand gold right I now. I tell I'm you, like there's there. You know the city with the mythic dawn museum. Yeah, there's a hidden chest there that one of the merchants uses, mm-hmm. and you can steal all of his wares from it, and he still adds new I, wares the next day. I remember. Um, so you sneak in there, you can steal all of his fucking shit, including his gold. But if you steal his gold, um, he doesn't have any reload, gold you can they sell. They reloaded yeah. like after a while. Yeah. That's... Um, so you can't actually go back and sell him stuff because you steal his gold that he could use to buy it. <laughs> um, so you just, I just basically grab everything. So I'm too heavy, and then I go sell it to all the other merchants in the city, and make tons of money that way. It's, to, it's in the game. It's not teasing anything besides the fact I'm stealing it from him and never get caught. It's true. That's part of it, though. You're Wait, supposed to be that. Because you can't fence stolen items. Games. If it's not stolen, it doesn't count as stolen. Like, he's hidden the chest in a, play, in a certain place, and when you take stuff from it, it is not stolen. It's just you can take no it. No repercussions. You can just take it, and wow, it's all of his that's, wares. That's broken. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, good shit, too. Like, you can't sell all of the stuff in one go because not enough merchants have enough gold to, to buy it all. Uh, that always made me mad because like I could have sworn like Oblivion they had like an infinite amount of gold. I don't think just, they. Like, I don't think they did. Off. They didn't. Yeah. Was it was it Fallout then that had that? Because I remember one of them totally had like an infinite amount that you could just like sell. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Um, but anyway, what do you guys? What do you guys think of the uh, the story? Um, what would you give the story out of 10 for Skyrim? I mean, would you include, should we include the side plots and stuff like that, or just the main? I mean, it's kind of I mean, just it's the just main. the main story, because that's the only thing that, that's the only thing that'll make be the same thing for everyone's playthrough, is the main story. That's true. Because you can do so many different things. So, just rating the main playthrough, I'm probably going to give the story an 8. All right, eight from Cameron. I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed the enjoyed it enough that I purchased the game three times. So, well, I mean, that could be more for gameplay, or you kind of do it for the other stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you, Craig? What do you What do you think? Uh, well, for me, I don't know, because like, it feels like when they when Bethesda makes a game, like they're they can't just have like a normal story you know because like i kind of like the idea of uh the civil war being like the main story but they had to have like a super bad guy to put in there because like they had like a daedric lord or whatever and oblivion and stuff like that yeah all the elder scrolls games has to have some huge yeah like yeah so i mean like because you're the chosen one which is fine in a way but like that that in a way also it like it's not as immersive as it could be which is kind of like their point and then like the uh, the the civil war kind of crosses over into the main story where you like have to stop the war for a while and you don't solve it 
necessarily. Like yeah, you, you just, just kind of postpone like, it. Yeah, you just kind of like put it off. Temporary truce. Yeah. And oh, then, that's another and then thing. That just ends the war for the entire like the rest of your game so you can't like go finish it or like other stuff so it's i remember why i picked the imperials my first playthrough it's because i went to talk to both of them i talked to the leader of the you know the troops from the imperials he's like he explained the situation to me he was like okay i understand from your point of view then i go talk to the stormcloak dude and old freaking he was a fucking prick sitting on his throne he's a douche so i'm like well fuck you i want to destroy your empire (laughs) 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 i'm gonna destroy your little thing you got going on here you and your god and your little rebellion yeah but yeah, like the Civil War, it, it felt like more of the story because like that was what's going on. Like the dragon just like happened to be there, and you don't really feel the dragons until like later in the main campaign. Yeah, and so like that. But the thing that is is present definitely is feel the it war. when you go up some mountain path and some. Well, random yeah, I mean, you like you find appears. them, but like the you start <laughs> like dragons start coming out more and more the more you play like the main story. Yeah. So like it's it, like they like hunt you after a while until you get legendary dragons coming out. Yeah, the legendary Jesus. dragons and the blood dragons, but like the that's it, I mean it just feels like the the, the Civil War was like the, the story until it's like nope. No, so you feel like they almost Hollywooded it at yeah, the end know, where they made know, it like a huge like big baddie. Kind sort of. of bad I mean, it's an interesting way to like solve it if you just like halt the war for a little while, but like it doesn't actually solve it, and like it ends the, the that storyline for you. Yeah, like yeah. you can't complete it either way, which is kind of dumb because like that is like the thing, and like oh, the Dragonborn says we should stop for a little bit, so we should. Yeah, you'd have the war council I mean, thing. That- like, thing. Yeah, the dragons are a huge problem, but like a fucking civil war, which is also not really a civil war because Skyrim is only kind of part of a union with uh, the Imperials, which is like where Well, I guess Cyrodiil it's technically is. a civil war because some of the Yarls are on the side of the Empire at the same some time. Some of them, yeah, but like it's more of like civil war plus also war with another country. So, I mean, yeah. like, they don't really have a chance, so it's kind of like, why <laughs> is there a civil war? But, okay. Hey, man, the Jedi and all of them didn't really have a chance either, and they won. Uh, they had to fight all of the Empire. What the, kind of chance do they have? That's because, uh, yeah, I don't know, but... <laughs> Gotta have hope, Craig. They didn't really show much of, like, the rebels, though. In in Skyrim? Well, no, I mean, like, in Star Wars. Wars. So, I mean, like... And they did blow up the Death Star, which was, like, a lot of their forces. We almost made it a whole episode without talking about Star Wars. And then they blew up the (laughs) second Death Star, which was, like, the rest of their forces. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean... If not forces, the economy's tanked at that point. Oh yeah, because yeah, like, like well, can't, we, you can't just build the Death Star and have like your your stuff be fine. We could afford two, but that's about it. And they weren't even <laughs> done with the second one. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was fucking halfway. Quite operational. Anyway, um, yeah. So, <laughs> I I mean, I like this story, but it's it, it just kind of feels like it's a shoehorn into uh, you have to fight like this big evil. And so when you're playing the game, it kind of feels like, oh, well, if I have to fight this huge boss, I should, like, do all the side quests first. Like, you never feel like doing the main campaign and then doing all the side stuff. 
Oh, just, you know, I'll tell you, I did yesterday when I realized I wasn't going to beat the game unless I didn't well, get I mean, any yeah, sleep. You had, you had to beat the game, and that was like the point, but you were messing around, dicking around, doing everything but the main story until you realized, oh, I should probably do this because I have to. That's true, yeah. So you're saying maybe the appeal of this game isn't necessarily the main story? Yeah, the appeal isn't the main story. It's just playing the game. It's like doing everything else. Because like, something else that uh, Oblivion didn't do was um the side quests of like the fighters guild or the mages guild and stuff they didn't have storylines they were just like do quests until you become this and then uh in skyrim they all have like storied campaigns yeah yeah it's like a it's its own like cemented story its own inclusive tale of like what's happening with this guild at this time um, and you kind of, like, take over every single time, as far as I could tell. But, uh, you know, you work your way up, and you see, like, what's going on. And there's a reason for you to be the one in charge. Like, with the Thieves Guild, they were like, well, I don't really want to lead. The chick's like, yeah, I don't really want to lead either. And it's like, you go. You 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 be the boss. You know? And then you never show up again, because you're done with the quest. But, yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. I kind of wish there was like more after, but there never is. There's like, no yeah. reward for getting the top of anything. And well, I mean, and you no get like you, you get some either. really cool armor, and then they're like, "Hey, it's the leader." Yeah. Hey, we need you to do stuff since you're the leader. Like that's not how <laughs> do, this works. Do this. <laughs> do this grunt work that we don't want to do <laughs> yeah. since you're our boss. Yeah, it's like I'm a shit leader, man, and no wonder they wanted me to be the leader. They're like, what a they chump. fucking walk all over me. <laughs> yeah, I don't say shit. No, you know, you're in charge of the College of Winterhold Mall, but this little <laughs> village over here has a problem with uh, imps. Could you go deal with that? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I think I'd give the story like a six. Just because, like, well, I mean, it's not it's not bad, but it's not it doesn't pull you into it. There's like nothing really about okay. it that makes you want to like actually go for it like other I, th- than I, s- I do find certain side quests more yeah like some of the side quests are like intriguing way more, yeah like the the thieves guild one is excellent like you got the weirdness of the the dark brotherhood and cicero like mm-hmm. that fucking weirdo and then the like yeah, just like a bunch of other shit like you want to you want to do those things not because like you necessarily played like oblivion and want to experience it in skyrim but also because like the stories are interesting, and they actually have stories. So, I mean, it like so, so you don't include side quests in game in uh, story, in main story. Uh, so it's more of a gameplay. We, thing. we we decided to not really consider um, DLC in it because there, there there's no way that we can know. You know, everyone's going to be playing these uh, side quests as they're going through the game, so we can only really re- rate the main story. Yeah. Plus, like. My- any like all the big games like you can't really count like little side not DLC, quests but and like stuff you do quests. as yeah. like part of the main if it's campaign. not part of the main driving force for the game um i mean you can talk about it but not everyone's gonna play that so yeah i think i mean especially for the story section i think that's the story it's almost like the story versus the lore thing like the these side quest stories, the Thieves Guild story, is a great self-contained one, but it also kind of adds to the lore of Skyrim. It adds to like what's going on. It adds yeah. to what's going on with this um, particular guild. It's not necessarily part of the main plot. Um, 
I do think it does play a big part in gameplay, though, because it makes you want to play. Yeah, it makes you want to play the game, but for, well, like, so as, as, like, the main story, there's not much there, and it's not actually that immersive since it's literally, like, you're the chosen one, here's the dragon, we're going to make you do some kind of not necessary missions to build up to this, but, you know, just, I, don't, I don't know. It, it just doesn't really pull you in as much as like some of the other stuff does all right that's fair uh what do you think chase sorry did you say my name yeah i said what do you think about the story okay uh so if you don't include the side stories i think the uh main story is actually pretty good you know it's very simple to to follow there are like confusing things like with the elder school and like the alden you know coming in the beginning and then uh quote unquote saving you for whatever reason but like it's it's super simple to follow you know you're you're here to kill a you eventually are there to to kill a dragon that's you know wanting to kill the earth or i guess skyrim and uh you know it's it's uh it's got a lot of like uh depth i think with the characters you know you you get a lot of information from the characters and uh they like um how would you describe it uh when you meet parallax for example that, is that a same parthenax parthenax parallax yeah. is very different yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parthenax uh it's like he was part of alduin like his his gang and then he he just he moves away from it because he's think he's like you know like just too much of a a, a hater towards uh uh, other societies in, in Skyrim. And so, like, it, it kind of brings this, uh, you know, good and evil, but, like, in a gray area. And so it it really kind of, to me, it felt like you're very inside, you're very uh, into the game. It's not just what's right or wrong. It's like uh, uh, you're you're trying to make your way right of how you play it. Does that Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I would have given it uh, an, an eight out of ten if you're not including the side story content. And I, my my review is mostly from my latest playthrough, and I've been enjoying it a lot. But it's not the same as their playthrough. It's completely different. Our experiences. Yeah. No, I mean, not that different. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of dialogue choices, but they don't. Not a lot of them even matter as far as like if you wanted to play as a good person or as a bad person. You still have to help out and kill yeah. Alduin. You don't. It's not. There's it's not, not like an option fable. to join Alduin like or anything like that. Dark Souls, we can choose to link the fires or choose to throw the world into darkness. Yeah, there's not yeah, a. There's I not find a, those more of an issue in the gameplay or the di- in the dialogue section rather than the story. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the idea of the story is to be an immersive one and you only have one set path for it to go. And I mean, it is somewhat of a problem within the story and not necessarily in the gameplay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just I mean, the way they I mean, tell the like story. Like maybe a yeah. bit of both, but it's. Well, I personally think the story is pretty good for what it is. Um, it is very simple, but it does do a pretty damn good job of introducing you to the world, introducing you to what's happening. Why are there dragons in this fifth Elder Scrolls game? You know, uh, this is why. You know, this. Big Baddy Alduin is bringing the dragons back, and it's becoming a big problem. Um, it sort of lends itself to a lot of the side stories in the game fairly well, and it, uh, 
serves as a good way to find big areas in the game and explore those areas. So it sort of like complements the gameplay in a lot of ways because it's like, hey, go to you know, go to this town. And like, as you're going to that town, you like come across a ton of other little stuff. And so it like introduces you to the world in a very, I think in a very natural way. Um, the story is pretty simple though. And it's not, uh, yeah, it's not really great, great by any s- stretch of the imagination, but, uh, I, I I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 as well. I think it's, I think it's solid enough. Um, and I think it does a pretty good job of introducing you, which is all I really, all I really wanted out of it. I mean, I know what this game is for. Um, it's for the gameplay, which is the second section of the game. I mean, there's a ton of different ways to play this game. You got like two-handed swords, one-handed swords, uh, sword and shield, bow, uh, magic, uh, Cameron. All three of us, our last playthroughs, they're all different. Yep. Um, and I agree with Cameron. Like your your experience is going to be different because I'm not really going to worry about doing the winter hold. Uh, the college missions because I'm not a destruction mage, you know. I'm a just major general sneak archer, which is godly. the original way I played through the game. It's and overpowered as fuck. It's, <laughs> it's broken. I should stream sure. some of my uh, gameplay for you guys to watch how uh, how mage goes about things. Yeah, it's yeah. a totally different game almost at that. No, point. yeah, you, it's a totally different game. You, you got to utilize totally different skills. And you wear armor that boosts your magic uh, replenishment, but don't do very good for physical defenses. And so what you have to do is summon people to be your front line. Yeah, your meat shields. And then you use things like ebony flesh to make you super strong. Yeah. I tried being a mage, and I hated it just because of how uh, if you want to use multiple different magics, you have to go into the menu screen or you have to put it into your favorites bar to change Yeah, magical. Your favorites bar is your best friend. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, One of the problems I had with being a mage, like, I mean, I kind of like being a summoner, but like the being a mage, all of the spells are essentially the same outside of like their tiny little second effect. Like fire does more damage like over time. Like well, as soon as you start, then, uh, like, yeah. So between the the different types, like fire, lightning, all then like the ice one, they're basically the same thing. Yeah, like you get the the constant going one. You have like the slightly stronger quick burst one. Then you have like the really strong one, and then you have like the trap. And then you have, like, the ultimate skill, which is basically, like... Which is why I like Illusion and Conjuration, just yeah. because it gives you a lot more variance. But yeah, it gives you a more The differences variety. between something like Fireball are... Uh, f- what's the one, the first flame one that you throw? It's... I think it's just Fireball. No, Fireball is the powerful one. or something. One. So there's Firebolt, and you throw that, and it's all fun and games. But then there's Fireball, which is basically throwing a nuke at someone. Yeah, it does do a nice big <laughs> explosion. That is definitely not a spell you use in an area with friendlies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on the PC, were you able to have like a hot bar in order to go through different, uh, um, I guess, magics? Or is that not possible? Yeah, you can equip it to the favorites and then you can equip it too. So I have a mouse. My, or obviously I have a mouse. Right, right, but that means that you have to pause the game in some sense in order to switch between. No, I didn't have to. Um, I could hotkey him to the mouse because I have like little uh, buttons on the side of my mouse. And I could hotkey it to that and I could instantly pull out whatever spell I wanted to. Uh, yeah, on the PS4 version, you couldn't do that. You can have so a favorite So you don't like bar the, the favorite bar that pauses the game? 
I I like it to a certain extent to stop things, but like if you want to play, it kind of takes you out of the realism of the or the, of the game, like the immersion, because you know it would be so nice to be able to press a button and then switch from magic to a sword super quickly. Instead, you know, you might have to scroll a little bit down to get your uh, favorite item or whatever out. The, the yeah, I could see it breaking the immersion a little bit. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I loved the uh, I loved exploring caves in this game. Every time I came across something for the first like thirty thirty five hours of the game, I would explore it. I would explore it completely. I would clear the cave I mean, and then I would leave. You know? Even even Witcher would makes you use that quick menu to switch between magic. So uh, it's uh, the the what the fuck is that called? The selection wheel or whatever. Yeah, selection wheel. I mean, yeah, but it doesn't really like stop the game. It's like slows down time while you're like switching. Yeah, but it's Does a it lot. Slow down? It's, it's, it's slows a lot time faster. For you guys? Yeah. Oh, mine was. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was stopping the game completely on the PS4 version. Oh, I think. Oh he's no, talking... he's talking about the Witcher. Yeah, 3. Witcher. Oh, the Witcher Three. Okay. Yeah. It's still a disruption in the game, in a sense, we have it's, to go switch your yeah, spell. Yeah, but that one's also, like, third person, where you're, like, playing as an actual character instead of, like, playing as you in the character, or, like, whatever you want your character to be, which is what Skyrim is built around. All of the Elder Scrolls are really built It's around. just when you have a game, there's so many different ways you can go about something. There's got... And it's just hard to know how to switch into games unless you have like your super favorites where you can just use the scroll wheel or just a quick button change to switch between things. Yeah. And I, I agree. It's just that like on the PS4, they were not using two of the buttons. So they were not fully utilizing the game. Huh? Yeah. That would have been a nice little like shortcut button to have just like, you know, or have different presets. Yeah. Right on the D pad pulls out. Like even if you had like two equipped, uh, to hotkeys, that'd be a lot better than nothing. You know? And then there's equipping right hand, left hand, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really important for spells, because if you cast well, yeah, like, both hands at the same time, you can cast a super version of that spell. Yeah, and like you could do... Uh, I mean, freaking... Well, what's it called? Um, Dark Souls does that thing where like on the D-pad you can like switch between what spells you're using. Uh, or like even what weapon you're using by using the D-pad, so something like that in Skyrim would have been pretty sweet. Except my favorites list is like a fucking half mile long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of favorites, man. You just love you love them all, you know. You know, it's just uh, each situation requires something a little bit different. So if I'm yep. just doing a normal dungeon crawl, then I'll probably switch back and forth between which Antronach I'm summoning. Um, and then I'll have to switch over to, to Ebony Flesh, and then I'll have to switch over to which co- uh, conjured weapon I want to use, and I'll have to switch <laughs> over to what de- uh, destructive spell I want to have in my other hand. And- uh, mine was much simpler. Like, if I was going in a cave, I'd have, like, a sword. But if I was in the overworld, I would use a bow because I'd just, like, snipe the shit out of somebody from, like, forever See, away. I wanted, I wanted full immersion. Everything I used was a part of conjuration or magic at some point, so... And there's just so many different buffs you have to apply, and then weapons you have to pull out, and things to Bring summon. Mage sucks. Things to summon, <laughs> spells to get ready to go, and then healing. Man, to get ready being to go. a mage is like the ultimate micromanage. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, there's several stuff that, that you can do, but if you all do it all correctly, you get you're pretty strong. Yeah, you're no doubt beefy. Yeah, beefy. Got a face that uh, you're gonna fight the ebony warrior. 
that would be a challenge. Snoo snoo. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a super boss. The Ebony that you can Warrior fight in probably the game. just fly through all my summons. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, the Ebony Warrior. You fight him when you're like level eighty, I think, is when he appears. I thought the warrior would appear. Does it only when you're level eighty, or is it if you are like a swordsman of like you get your sword all the way? There's up? like other people who want to challenge you, but like the Ebony Warrior, I think, only comes out if you're like level eighty. Okay, I'll have to see because I know that fight will be really. Because there's like a bunch of other dudes who will start challenging you, like when you hit certain levels or like when you're uh, really strong in a certain thing. Like if you have like high destruction magic, then like some mage will come at you and be like, "I want have to, to get see to if where I'm I can better at it than you are." Summon two Daedra, two Daedra knights, and so they can distract <laughs> him while I'm pelting them with fireball. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Nice. Yeah. The uh, man, there's there's a huge overworld map. I think it's like what is that, like twice as big as uh, Fallout Three or something like that. It's, it's huge. Pretty big. Um, it's it's pretty expansive to walk, and it's crazy because like you feel like you've explored a certain area all the way. And then you and then teleport you back. Find something new. Yeah, and you turn around, and you've got three black icons on your uh, on your screen for an area or a, a, a map icon, and a new zone, a new section, a new building, cave, whatever that you have never even gotten up and close, up and close and personal to. You know, it's it's huge. There's just hundreds and hundreds of hours to be put into this game, and I think gameplay is really where they they shine. Um, it was a little bit slower than the games that I had been used to at the time, so I wasn't really feeling it in the beginning. Plus, I was getting my ass handed to me because I refused to lower the difficulty for a little while. Um, once I lowered it I and started exploring caves and stuff, I really, really started to enjoy playing this game. Uh, there's just so much to be A lot of had. the caves, if you pay attention to all have traps that you can utilize to your benefit. So, yeah, for some reason, there's people keep spilling kerosene everywhere, just flammable liquids yeah. on the ground, <laughs> and then convenient lanterns on the top they can shoot down with your arrow. So, what I like to do in certain areas, if there's a lot of early games, so you know your health pool isn't large and arrows hurt, so you tempt a few draggers down to come after you, and as they're running through the liquid, you shoot the lantern down and burn them all. Yeah. Nice, yeah. I always loved that in Oblivion, where there's like in the very beginning little cavern that when you start your game, there's like that like pile of logs that you can like push onto like the little goblin. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of saboteur. Love, I love those here. little traps, and there aren't really that many in Skyrim, but there are a few that you can utilize, which is pretty fun. Um, Did you ever use the trap where, uh, like, it's like a door and it's like filled with uh, spikes, and then you just spike and then, the then like shit slams on? Dude, I had that, and then like one of the skeletons I was fighting like walked into that, and it like flung him. Great, <laughs> it was freaking sweet. Are you able to use those traps once you get the special ability with uh, the thief or the perk when you don't trigger the traps? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, I think, I mean, you can walk over them and not activate them. I remember I that think being you can, one of the things. I think you can, like, manually activate it if you want um, mm-hmm. by going up to it and press it, but I don't know. I don't know if that helps you or if, like, they can walk onto it themselves or whatever. Yeah, and there's, like, a million different weapons in the game, too. So there's a ton of different things that you can do. Um, you can break your weapons down to learn, like, the, the certain spell to enchant future weapons with whatever that weapon's enchanted with. Um, there's, 
you know, a mortar and pestle that you can mix ingredients. And that's to an find example of them dumbing magics. it down from Oblivion, where to learn a weapon enchantment, you actually have to dechant a weapon with that enchantment first, and then you can use that to, um, you know, make another weapon special. And and so doing, you have to, you know, depending on how what you give it as you're enchanting it, it becomes more powerful or less powerful um, based on your enchantment skill as well. Yeah. Yeah, and the level ups. I feel like I feel like in Oblivion it was uh, like based on your class, you would level up um, on specific traits based on what you picked. But in this game, you level up on everything. So if you're level one lockpick, and you go like grind out lockpicking levels, it'll work towards your overall character level. And uh, so yeah, so that the progression tree, you have to work a skill a certain amount to get uh, your overall level in that. Um and that skill, but then you can't do the next step until you buy uh, basically a skill point yeah, to now do expert point. locks. Yeah. Um, so you and uh, you can't buy certain skill points until you've reached that level um, that lets you buy it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that way, it's not like you can't just keep grinding out a skill and then just keep leveling that up. It's you reach a certain level, and then you have certain skill points you can spend. So you really have to be choosy in how you want to progress your character. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, you can. You can do that, but then you can also reset it, reset everything with like the legendary. Um, when you go legendary, and then you just keep those points, so that you and can I think just you can level up again. Beat yeah, you can like uh, level up again, essentially, and then just become even more powerful, become a god, and learn all the skills, and then reset them again, and then just keep leveling up like your stats, so you have a near infinite amount of magic. Or stamina. I already practically have that because with the robe or whatever for the Archmage, your magicka regeneration is increased by 100%. Yeah. And I think Mirak's mask does like another 100%. Yeah. And so 200% magicka regeneration. It's just it, you just keep pumping the spells out, man. Just gotta you just gotta get like a thousand percent. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like you need it when you're fighting strong enemies, and magic doesn't seem too effective. Oh, freaking Schweiss was wearing like an armor, and like every bit of his armor was like bow damage is up by like twenty, thirty percent. <laughs> That's what I did as well. Yeah, I had a helmet and I had a uh, a ring, and then I had a necklace that was bump on my uh, sneak up by 10% too so like I was invisible that sneak damage though I know did you ever did you ever get the mask of crosses or I think it's called um I don't think I got that one no it's the it's the one that you get after fighting a dragon and then this like uh lich just comes and tries to beat the shit out of you right after you kill a pretty damn hard dragon I don't think so uh it's it, it like raises everything by like thirty percent. Your bow, your lock picking, et cetera, Damn. et cetera. It was like a ridiculous uh, headpiece that you can get in the game. And there's like seven different ones too, because they were all they were like some cult of people that uh, had you know they were like the super dragon weapons. priests. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like the dragon priests, and then there's like the real dragon priests. Got it. Yeah, I, I wish I got that, but there's like, I don't know, there's a lot of fun to be had, just like dungeon crawling and finding like, oh my god, I found like a sweet new helmet, and it's like, well, the Nightingale armor was cool, but it sucks now, so like I'm gonna put it on this hodgepodge set of armor because I get 15% extra bow damage, you know? Did you, uh, did you ever get like your, um, 
smithing up so you can like uh, better your all your stuff? Um, I did, but I never had the ingredients for it. Not very often. I only was able to do that a couple times. I smithed a shitload of iron arrows, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I had like yeah, arrows and daggers are like the best way to like early game up your smithing. Yeah, I think my second playthrough, I focused on just becoming an expert master smith. So yeah, I did whatever the one is on top. I did expert smithing and uh, enchantment one time just for like hours so that I could like make <laughs> the best shit and then give it like two of the greatest enchantments and then I was just like nothing could touch me because like I had a bow and I gave it like I think I did the absorb health damage one and it was like doing I think 40 or 50 points of health damage that I would just like get every time I damaged somebody and then Damn. like also uh I think it was fire. Mm. So I was doing an extra 100 damage of fire damage on top of, like, how god-tier my bow was. And then just, like, with I, I one-shot, like, everything. Because it was just too ridiculous. Um, my major crutch playing through as a mage is I have to rely on stabs a lot to get through certain things. Mm-hmm. And, as you know, using enchanted items, they lose their enchantment over time. You have to refill it. But as a mage, you, uh, when you're a conjurer, you can make uh, you can buy the perk to let your uh, enchanted weapon, or not your enchanted weapon, but your conjured weapon to mm-hmm. basically suck the soul out of enemies so you can fill your yeah. soul gems all the time. So I've never run out of enchantment for my weapons. Nice. Yeah, I had a couple weapons that would give me uh, souls that would fill the soul things. Yeah. But I, on a lot of them, I... Uh, like, I would use it occasionally, but some of them are just, like, draining stamina. I kind of wish just... that, like, magic items took from your um, your mana bar instead of, like, having a charge. I don't know. I kind of like As a mage player, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd get it back instantly with, like, your mana regeneration. And it's, no, no, 200% regeneration is still slow when you're in a situation that requires a lot of magic. Because I can burn through my whole bar, and and certain enemies will basically be a fourth of the way dead. Well, I mean, then like they could just give you more magic. Like that's that should be a thing for mages. I don't know, but I like the enchantment pool and then absorbing souls because it gives me another thing to rely on that's still magic, so I can't break my immersion. Yeah, but then it's like the immersion. Playing as a mage, think of the immersion. I am thinking of the immersion. I can't resort to a sword. Okay, think about it like this though. For like for me, for I was playing as a mage, and I can't. It's like in Fallout Four when you have the power armor and you have to have the special battery. There's a finite number of those batteries, and you have to and you fucking stockpile them because you don't want to fucking use them. Yeah, but there's a point where you have like same ninety of them stockpiled. Like all my gems. I mean, I, they, like, I mean, it's hard to find those batteries, but if you look for them, you find the batteries. I and mean, so, people sell them and shit, but I don't want to be wasting I'm like playing, hundreds of gold constantly. I'm playing Fallout. Like I'm playing Fallout Four on survival charge. mode, and I fucking rely on that power armor, man, to just carry weight and get me places. Um, it's extremely easy to get those crystals. In yeah, Skyrim. I mean, yeah, it is, but at the same time, like it's I only find like a it's having to, of the petty to, ones. to manage. It's just having to manage when to absorb souls and whatnot. Yeah, it's easy as a mage, but then as another character, you have to specifically have a weapon that does that. Yeah, every outpost has like twenty crystals that you can steal from the bandits. So I mean, yeah, yeah, filling them's another problem. Or I mean, getting them's not the problem. Filling them can be. Um, especially if you're trying to stick to one class, which is what I tried to do for most of it. Um, there were times, though, when 
earlier on my sneak wasn't high enough or my uh, archery wasn't high enough that it was doing damage after I got spotted. Um, and it was like wrecking people before I would get noticed. But afterwards, I'd have to whip out like the the two-handed axe or the two-handed greatsword or something like that and go to town that way. Uh, but by the end, I was pretty much exclusively using the bow. Um, I mean, the only reason why I would switch weapons, I mean, yeah, I use the bow, but just to level up faster. Yeah, that's that's one thing I did too, yeah. Because all the skills work towards your level up. Yeah, the game seems like it really wants you to uh, invest into other uh, abilities. Because you, it takes longer to level up as you get stronger. So then you can just go into other abilities and level those up to level up more quickly. Yeah, yep. Um, and that's that, that's kind of what I ended up doing a lot of. Um, I would just like pull out the sh- the short sword that I have and just like hack away with that for a bit, and then bump that up. And uh, there were there were some real clutch level ups and some hairy fights that I got. And when you level up, it like fully heals you when you choose a uh, whether to increase your stamina, health, or magic pool. Yeah, and it just like fully heals you, and that like saved my ass like at least three or four times. I love that. Just getting the full heal on the level up. Um, yeah, I, I think the gameplay is it's different from what I've been playing recently, but I think it's really great. Um, I think that's where the Elder Scrolls series shines, and it's it's an open world game, but it's it's really great. And there's not as much annoying shit as some open world games have now. Um, it's an open it's a big world, but it's full of little places that you want you want to explore. And I think, I think a that's lot what of makes that it great. is also due to like Skyrim and like really the Elder Scrolls being like kind of the only game of its type. I mean, there's like Oblivion. I mean, there's a Fallout too, but uh, Skyrim and stuff they are really the only like first person type games to be uh, like let you be a mage and be a swordsman and stuff and there's like a wh- whole world for you to like go and explore because i mean everything else is uh like all most of the other rpgs are either like a third person action type deal or it's like uh one of the jrpgs where it's like a turn-based type thing so it's kind of a, a unique style yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, uh, the finest says, "What console do you play it on? Ice Machine, Alexa? I, I played it on the Ice Machine uh, personally. I, I enjoyed it. it the felt, Ice Machine at your hotel over? Uh, yeah, I felt it in, immersed me in the Nordic uh, regions. The cold, the chill that came off of those blocks that's, of ice. That's a good point. Yeah, came out really immersive. Very good. Did version. you did you play Kingdom Come, uh, Craig or Cameron? I have no. not played that Kingdom Come. No. Yeah, it's it's a game inspired by uh, uh, Skyrim, and it has a lot of the things that you're talking about, uh, where you can play it in many different ways. And uh, you, is that a uh, new game? Yeah, it came out in 2018 January, I think. I think I've heard of it. I think it's on PSN Store. I remember seeing it's, something. It's big. It's it's gone pretty big for an indie game. Oh, is it an indie game? It's uh, technically. Yeah, but it's like a full price one. It's so it's one that had like it's from a newer studio, but I think they had a decent sized team for it. I think. Yeah, they I think they got paid by some I can't remember if they're check or something, but they had some like big business guy like invest money into their little their project. Nice. Uh yeah, there's there's man, there's so much in gameplay to talk about. I mean, all sorts of different side quests, um weapons you pick up. 
uh, forging the DLCs. the DLCs. I loved fighting Mirak. Uh, he was kind of a chump. But you should do. Yeah. Uh, you should have done the. Um, what is it? The Dawn Guard one, since you like to use bows, because they introduced uh, crossbows in that DLC. Oh yeah. And then there's also like one of the rewards for the doing that is like there's a special bow that you can use if you join the vampires that allows you to make it uh nighttime whenever you want if you shoot an arrow up in the sky. Nice. Yeah. That was a little that's, fucking that's weird, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering where the crossbows were because I kept getting like crossbow bolts and I couldn't use them. Oh yeah, there you have to go to the Don Guard and they give you one okay. and then like progressing through it you get like the better one that they make. I think they make a Dwemer one eventually and it's pretty fucking awesome. Nice. Uh yeah, though personally I'm going to give gameplay a 10. Um I think it's extremely addicting. It's different from what I've been used to, but it's it's incredible. Um It's funny cuz I I like to I, when I was playing the Fable games, I like to compare them to these, and they're like almost nothing alike. Like they are; they're both RPGs, and they're both open world, and they both have a lot of similarities. But there's just something about Skyrim that uh, just makes you want to keep playing it. Like I, I was like, you know, twenty more minutes, that, yeah. and I'm going to bed. But it didn't happen. It was like, oh, there's another cave over here. I got to go explore that cave. You know, I got to see what the fuck's in there. You know, I, I, I need to find the weapons. There's got to be something something better in that cave you know and it's it's very addicting um and it's 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 a it's a really fun time and i've enjoyed all of all of my moments in the skyrim um so again the gameplay there's such a diverse way you can play the games um you can play again uh, like i've owned the game three times i don't know how many times i've started a game and played through um most of the way um different ways each time just to experience the game in a different way but I still feel there are certain interactions, especially when you're in combat, that feel a little clunky, especially bring along a companion. Yeah. And as a conjurer, and if you bring along a companion, you can also conjure things. You can have up to, like, you, your companion. If and your if companion you can summon, is strong enough, then you can get, like, four. And then if you can summon two, and she can summon one. So you're, you're dealing with... Um, like six people and then including the enemies that you're fighting and <laughs> those interactions kind of get kind of dicey because you know the summons aren't really strong enough to deal with the problem but if you start throwing you know fire and you know trying to attack the you know the guys are fighting at range you actually hit one of your companion summons you start to aggro her she gets anger at you um and i just feel like all of the open world Bethesda games like this will have that little bit of clunkiness when it comes to combat and actually interacting with enemies. So I think I'm going to give gameplay an eight. It's really good. It's fun, diverse, but there's still certain things about it that just don't feel smooth. Yeah. Like the, the weird, especially traps. Traps are not smooth at all. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. There's, there's a lot of charm in some ways of, like, the bugginess and, like, the weird clunkiness of Bethesda games. I mean, yeah, the, you, you can like the bugs, especially, but well, it's still... Well, I mean, like, especially in, like... <laughs> but it's still not good. I know, I know, but, like, especially in, like, Bethesda, like, uh, Oblivion, where, like, you could just jump all day and then you'd, like, get t- uh, two seconds of hang time and you'd just, like, basically be flying there. And, uh, like, just stuff like that that, like, isn't in Skyrim, but then Skyrim has its own little charms, and there's a lot of, uh, 
other gameplay aspects, like depending on like what race you choose, like they have their own unique abilities. Like if you have an Argonian, then they can breathe underwater, and they're extra lusty. But they are extra lusty, but like the, I mean, and unfortunately, there's not a lot underwater, so there's kind of like no point in that because there's also <laughs> like items and spells you can get to breathe underwater. And it's, so it's, a, an it's only for uh, like finding a lake or a river somewhere and to try to find if there's items like are hidden yeah, down there. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not that useful. But it's kind of it's kind of entertaining. And yeah. then uh, then you get like the orcs, which uh, if you're an orc, then you just get like a free pass to the little orc camps because uh, you know you're an orc, so you don't have to earn your way in there, which is pretty cool. Uh, just like little things like that that uh, allow you for like different styles of gameplay, like on top of like you know choosing which uh, way you want to go. It's I've like, played a lot of Oblivion. I've played a lot of Skyrim, and there's so many diverse ways to play the game. I still have yet to ever play the game as an orc or a Khajiit or a, as an Argonian. I started a game as an orc, and I've tried to go through using like hammers or axes because like they they have like pretty good strength i've never played it as those races i I mostly want to do it so i can get like the the malakath uh weapon which i think it's an axe pretty fucking sweet axe nice yeah so what would you give it for gameplay, I'd give it uh, an 8 as well. I mean, it's really... There's a lot to explore and stuff, but there's also uh, the bugs and... Like, you can't really fix it and everything, but it, it will uh, interrupt your gameplay, especially when there's little updates that make it so when you go into swim deep water, it freezes the game yeah. every time, which... Uh, stopped me from playing Skyrim for literally months until they fixed it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's stuff like that. I mean, shit, I ran into one where, like, uh, you were looking through the, uh, you pulled open the fucking Elder Scroll, right? And you're watching the the guys from the past, the blades from the past fight Alduin. And they're like, there's, they're like talking about if they're going to be able to defeat him. And the girl's like, we're going to get our chance now. Alduin comes. And they like all whip out their swords and they're like waiting. And I'm like, okay, Alduin comes when? Like, <laughs> And then like one of the guys like put a sword away and he started doing this thing where he was like standing one direction and he would like take a couple little side steps and then look one way. And then like he would take steps and then look the other way. And I'm like, when the fuck is this guy going to show up? I'm like, it's like one of those like joke skits where it's like, you know, you have to say that, like, and then Alduin comes, like, four times, and then Alduin's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm late, you know. <laughs> but it just glitched, and it didn't happen. It was your cue. Go. There was that, and then there was a side quest I was doing where I was, like, climbing this tower, and I had to help this girl defeat her mother because uh, she had turned into, like, a, a hag, and she was, like, a hag raven kind of creature. And she's like, all right, we're going to go out there, and I'm going to pretend to be bringing you as the sacrifice. I'm going to sit you down, and then I'm going to cut you loose, and we're going to kill everybody. And I'm like, cool, yeah, great 
let's go do this. And then I go out, and then she's just fucking balls out, just killing her mom. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? We just had a plan? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're I was still, down with She's still plan. strapped down to the table as this is all going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, let me out. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even strap me down, though. Like, she just, oh, okay. the door opens, and she's just, like, hacking her to pieces. Oh, okay, the door like, opens. She just didn't uh, do the plan at all? She no, just no. That would be hilarious if they the did thing. the plan, and I was just stuck in the chair forever. <laughs> That would be a pretty funny glitch, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was a chairman for the rest of time. I, I couldn't beat the game because, you know, I'm in this fucking chair. <laughs> I can't get out. Everyone's dead. Um, I'm alone. Please send help. And yeah. then if you try to fast travel, go can't crest fast travel for the enemies nearby. And you're like, but where are they? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, see There's shit. like a dragon like a mile up in the air. is like not even bothering to look at you. And that's why you can't fast travel. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Chase? What would you give it? Uh, so I had a lot of good things and a lot of bad things with this game because I played it on the PS4. And for whatever reason, uh, unless you joined like this club, uh, like I couldn't get the update or something, like the most recent update, or maybe they just stopped updating it. And so That's you would weird. get a lot of bugs where like uh, I'm fighting some people and they ragdoll effect into the ground and they go all the way down like they're getting enveloped by quicksand like it's the most most they ridiculous like fall thing. through the map they fall through them so it's like some sort of layering issue where so, uh, when go ahead so it's like the bethesda the editors club or that the ability to do mods through the game is yeah. i thought that was like a requisite now to to play, play the game? to play the game yeah uh Maybe, but I didn't have to and sign I, up to do it. I don't. I don't think you need that unless you're like going into the Creation Club to get stuff. Yeah, yeah the right. Creation Club. Um, yeah, so so you can opt in or opt out of the Creation Club, but they didn't give you any updates for the game at all. No, I was only on one point nine. I think they were up to one one point twelve or something like that by the time. Huh. That's weird. Done. And uh, one of the so so you would have like those issues where they'd fall into the map. And then besides the hop bar thing, I mean, the game is fun. Like, it feels like you're playing D&D, except in an active environment. You know, you have, you have like, you, you can, you know, in a D&D game, you have time to think. And in this game, you do. You go into the menu, you're like, okay, how do I figure out how to beat this uh, monster that's brutally killing me because of the scaling? Uh, right. And so it's, it, it has a lot of fun in that. And then, like, they have these deep stories or, well, I don't want to say deep, but like lots of stories where like I went with the companions in Whiterun and then I married Ayla. I think that's her name. The one with the three uh, scars on her face or paint marks. And, uh, you know, it's just there's just so much to do in the game that it's you're going to put hundreds and hundreds of hours. So that's why I like, you know, except despite all the things that I like were bothering me, like I would give an eight out of ten. Just because it, it just okay. has too much stuff to ever really uh, make you feel like uh, those are too bothersome. Right. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, now we've got the design, the look of the game. Um, I mean, I think it looks pretty decent for when it came out. My version looks pretty good on PC. You guys played it Did on Did you PS4. run any mods for uh, graphics? Nope. No mods. So that's the next thing you have to do is uh, download Nexus yeah, Mod. You, it, you can just like... <laughs> Uh, put all of the fucking beauty mods in there and uh, make uh, just HD the shit out of the game. There, there are mods in the game where you can add a whole new world into it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think somebody was adding Oblivion in there too with uh, with one of their mods or Morrowind something. I think it was Morrowind. Was it Morrowind? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it was because of the uh, Dragonborn DLC. Nice. They had the uh, Morrowind texture packs. I remember when I bought it for uh, off of Steam. I'd spent hours looking at all the different mods and installing like HD fire mods, HD water mods, oh, or upgraded I, enemy yeah. mods, and then I fucking made White Run look like this jungle. Yeah, <laughs> you could, there's like one that adds trees like fucking everywhere, like yeah. in the towns. Yeah, it, like it gives it more substance. It feels like one would argue that being able to mod the game so so extensively has made it what made it exist for so long. Yeah, and then when they remastered it, they actually add the ability to add mods for console games. Yeah, and so I think that's a that's a huge step forward to the, where the creators of the game actually go, hey, yeah, mods are legitimate. Here's a way to do it on platforms that don't let you ac- access all of the fucking game files for the game. Yeah, go have didn't, fun. Yeah. Didn't they at one point almost want to sell the game mods as like an extra DLC? So, they, so uh, some, some game mods you do have to buy if you do it off of the Creation Club. Yeah. Okay. Which oh, they so don't they did have... Do it. They did do it, yeah. They, they did do it, but they only have, like, three things in the Creation Club, even now. After, like, I haven't looked at Skyrim's Creation Club. Like, uh, like a I've year at, after they debuted it. I've looked at uh, Fallout uh, 4's Creation Club extensively. There's a few things I picked up there. Um, one of the things uh, that you can now buy through the Creation Club in Fallout 4 is the BFG. Oh, nice. And you can, buy the, you can buy uh, the uh, armor from uh, the Doom guy, too. Nice. Oh, wow, For, um... For Skyrim, there was a uh, uh, free thing I got from the Creation Club, and it was a mud crab that had Dwemer armor on. <laughs> it had, like, special mud crab Dwemer armor. It was freaking sweet. <laughs> and it's, like, nice. just my pet, and it hangs out. Oh, uh, the, the finest in the chat says, do you feel like it sacrifices complexity of gameplay for accessibility, unlike the older games? Um, the map markers and extra guidance during quests. Yeah, there's a little I bit do. more hand-holding. Uh, yeah, it's a lot more hand-holding. Like because Oblivion, it was really b- brutal, especially if you wanted to be a mage, because you had to have fucking gold. You had to have deep fucking pockets if you wanted to make your own spells. Yeah. Uh, and enchant your stuff. So, I mean, yeah. The, and they had a lot of complexity in those things, because you also, like, to be in the mage guild, you had to make your own staff. And you had to like enchant the fuck out of it, so yeah, you really there was a lot of uh, really intricate and really cool gameplay aspects about Oblivion that I still prefer to uh, Skyrim because uh, I do enjoy Skyrim, but it is a lot of handholding over yeah. uh, the other ones because there was a lot more deep um, like level systems in in oblivion where like you just had like the we were talking about with the jumping and like that was just acrobatics like how fast you run and how high you can jump that's like literally all it was Mm -hmm. there was tons of aspects that you could like increase in in oblivion whereas uh skyrim is like a handful of things so yeah i do think that there's a lot of uh sacrifice of complexity for simple or like for um more people to be able to easily play the game right. and, I, and i think that's why so many people have played this game is because of that yeah it's the black album of the the fucking um I, I elder scrolls of, games i kind of hope though Mainstream. for the next game to uh add some of that complexity back in 
I really want to make my own spells again. That would be fun. I really want to fucking have a spell that summons a skeleton for like one second. I love that spell. Um, I I mean, if they hype it right, like what they're doing right now, like they only give you little bits and pieces of what's coming out. I think, yeah, you can make it a lot more uh, complex. And then, you know, uh, just because now there's a huge following people wanting to play this next game. Well, yeah, and then there's also Elder Scrolls Online, which is also hand-holding, but is also more complex since it's an MMO. Yeah. Um, but back to uh, the design, look. the yeah. look of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back in the day, I mean, paired with that uh, music and the opening trailer, I remember the feelings I had back when it first came out. And for the time, I thought it was a really beautiful-looking mm-hmm. game. I got it in, uh, when it came out, and I was in my... I remember just playing it on like one of those old TVs with the round screens <laughs> and everything, and uh, I fucking started it up, and I was like blown away by the game, just like when I, when I first played it. Yeah. Just fucking amazing looking. This is like one of the best PS3 looking... Ga- uh, one of the best games on PS3, just mm-hmm. for like visuals. I mean, it wasn't... It's not like... There's a lot of deepness in the textures or anything. It's just like the world together, like how big it is. Like you can really see a lot of like landscapes and shit, and it like looks to like really good overall. And then each of the villages and towns you visit have their own distinct feelings, even yeah. though they're all uh, Nord towns, um, and they have kind of the same themes in each in each place you go visit. But then White Run is so much. Uh, it's a, its own unique place compared to um like solitude solitude or, or any like yeah. or something yeah there are they are very different uh, the towns are very distinct and you can kind of you can i mean playing it i mean you just kind of learn where you're going and like what town looks like what and you kind of you really learn your way around each town and it's kind of because of its own distinct feel um it's fun to explore even the towns in the game and like mm-hmm. find out where everything's at um where you got to go one thing, though, that I did not like about the design that was in Oblivion were, were the amount of unique weapons that you could have. Ah, uh, yeah. So that unique weapons... Kind of gameplay, but I agree. There is no, it's, a lot it's, more... No, it's not. So the weapons can be unique and do unique things. That's yeah, gameplay. But yeah. the way they look is just the standard. And so... Yeah, they have, like, a set of, like... The design of the weapons were just very straightforward and standard without much variance. That's true. Like all, a lot of the staffs look the same. There's like five different like staff types, and then there's like ten different types of each weapon. There's like the the iron, the steel, the dweber, the and then glass, if you're the, if you're dungeon crawling, you come out with this awesome enchanted weapon that does all this cool stuff, but it just looks like an imperial straight sword. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that's happened a bunch of times. And that was something that I think they had in Oblivion, where you could go down, find an awesome-looking weapon that does awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. The, the, there was one that changed based on the time of day. You remember that one? The one that yeah. was in... Yeah. yeah. That yep. one was fucking sweet. It was like a mace, wasn't it? No, it was a sword. It was... Uh, Oh, you're right. There's like the dusk render. Yeah, the dusk. Yeah, I forgot about that altogether. Like, yeah, Oblivion was great for unique looking weapons and stuff like that. That was a DLC one, too, I think. They also had a lot of unique abilities in them, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I remember that. And so. I like the Daedra stuff, but like, there's only like 12 of them. And 
It's. I, I mean, I kind of wish there was a lot more than that because yeah. they have a really unique design. But even even then, though, like the the uh, it was the knight, um, the the nightingale sword. Yeah, it looks exactly like the sword you get from Meridia, except for like it's like a dark purple. Yeah, Meridia's is like a gold with like a little light in the middle of it. So yeah. it has like a slight change, but it's literally the exact same sword. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. Um, armor too. There's not much variance. I mean, there's variance between robes to leather armor to heavy armor. But once you start getting into that area again, just not too much difference. I think that it's easier for them to to have done it that way and less resources used for all the different items but I am glad that they added uh dragonbone weapons late, like later even though it should have been a thing from the very beginning but I'm glad that they actually I never use dragonbone stuff. It. It's too heavy for what they offer. And didn't you have to have like 100 mastery just to get to that point? Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like inaccessible. And wasn't Daedric armor and Daedric weapons better than bone stuff anyway? Um, their stat points are slightly better for the weight. So technically they are like a slightly better option. But And they look cooler in but, my opinion. But the dragon bone stuff is technically the strongest still. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought I the, mean, I like the dragon bone design swords. was... Uh, pretty good actually you know the environments it always felt like you're always going into a different environment yeah um you know they had the big snowy areas and then you can go into the uh into the ocean i don't know if you did like underwater sea diving a little bit that that was pretty fun and then uh you know you can go into these environments where you have to fight these giants oh (laughs) those fuckers they they would uh, I think it was actually a glitch in the game originally where if you got hit you would be so, uh, sent flying. Oh, it's still was, there. It's still there. It's still there. Yeah, it's not a glitch. That's an actual thing that happens that, whenever you fight a, a giant. That's a fucking feature. <laughs> oh, that's a feature. Okay. It's not it a was bug, great. It's a I mean, it made it better when you got fucking hit and then just flew away. Yeah, and you exited the atmosphere. You know, twice. <laughs> uh, just a moment. Is there? Is, are those eggs supposed to be just sitting there in front of your TV? Yeah, those are pretend. Those are like uh, Easter eggs. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, <laughs> why do you just have like a thing of eggs instead? A carton of eggs. Just yeah, it's a carton of eggs chilling in front Sometimes of his just TV instead of, like, crack, in the fridge. Crack one open as he's watching a show, man. Yeah, just drink an egg, a warm egg. It's been out of the Rye fridge egg. for a week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Rocky Balboa this. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought the the uh, dwarven areas, the Dwemers, those are really cool. That like was usually the, my favorite thing to go do, is to dive down into Dwemer ruins. Yeah, yeah. I like that too. But it kind of got old after a while, since they all looked exactly the same. Yeah. So my guy change. Yeah. It's hard. Those areas are really hard as a mage, because I'm pretty sure lightning is what the Dwemers are weak to. And my only destruction magic was really fire that I've ever progressed, uh-huh. because it, cause everyone else is weak to fire. Did you get the staff that lets you control the little spiders? No. Oh. That, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. You should get that. So those areas were always kind of challenging, especially since I'd have to summon someone to be my front man between me and the fucking <laughs> spider. And then I could just pelt it with spells from behind them. It'd be kind of awesome if there's like a technomancy, a technomancy <laughs> like skill path, so you could like summon one of those Dwemer Centurion things and just like fucking destroy. That would be super powerful. 
Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. Um, what did you guys... Did you guys... I don't know if this is something I only experienced, but did you guys feel like almost everything in this game was mostly going underground? Like, in order to, to go into areas? You were, Pretty much, yeah. So you would either climb a mountain to go into a cave. Yeah, or you'd <laughs> or just or go you'd find into a cave, the ruins. Or you'd find ruins that leads into there's, a cave. There's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's very little variety with the what you're and going. And so that's the next point. Or you'd just go the, into an uh, underground tomb. <laughs> it's a lot of underground, a lot of the same colors, a lot of just the same kind of, not the repeat battles that you'd have, but this the repeat kind of idea and scheme of what you'd have to do. Yeah, and to like get how, many, how many fucking Draugr are going to see you just <laughs> crash through the, <laughs> the I remember wall. in Oblivion, there was like a lot of castles that you could like go into and just like fight the shit in there. And there's Yeah, like, there were some in Skyrim, but like not castles, they were like ruins. Yeah, like and there was only very few of them, it felt like. Well, there's more, but yeah, there's not many and they only have like a few guys. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like Skyrim well, it wasn't Skyrim war ravaged a lot of the old stuff that would be there's, there. Yeah, there's just like a lot of like broken And solid, forts, solitude but... is just the like the last part of old Skyrim. Essentially, yeah. But yeah, the the forts are like most of the guys are like outside the fort and then when you go in the fort, the fort goes underground so it's like more <laughs> underground like they, they're not they're not the Spelunker. big yeah they're not the big towering castles oh yeah and, then the, and the fucking you'd go into the fort and it's like the fucking like spiral stairs down to a pit with a door at the bottom yep. just, yeah yeah it's spelunkrim so they should have called it <laughs> it's a fucking, it's the land of a thousand caves skylunker yeah. Scary. Yeah, you're right. So variants in kind of the areas you actually do quests and you know looking for stuff all seem to be underground, which is odd since it's called Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just you get to the cloud district often. <laughs> of course not. You spend all I your times in caves. Fucking killed that guy. Have <laughs> <laughs> been to the cloud district? Of course not. You spend all your time in caves. <laughs> it's like that's all you fucking got here, buddy. Well, that's all he else, and that's all he fucking says too. <laughs> of course not. I fucking, yep. I fucking killed him and then like dragged his body to a well and just like dumped him in. I honestly only ever heard the uh, arrow to the knee once in this game. Really surprising because yeah. they say it's just it a, all it's just a random chat, you know talk item that they'll say they don't actually like if you go to talk to them they don't say it but if you just hear the guards yeah, walking around like, it's like I was an adventurer like you once it's just as you're walking through yeah it was right as I was leaving a town he said it and I opened the door and left and I was like wow there it is you no know, I was looking <laughs> at the voice actors a little earlier they had like over seventy do like all the voices and I was like but that doesn't seem right and then I looked at it and it said only one dude did. All the voices for all the guards. <laughs> and I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> that I can believe. <laughs> they had like they had like three different dudes do like the voices for like all but that's the in general nord general nords. Let's get into and, that yeah. in just a second, because I have some things to say about that too, but <laughs> um so what would you rate uh design? Um, I'm going to give it a seven. I was teetering between seven and eight. Um, it does get kind of old. There's a lot of the same sort of palettes. There's a lot of the same areas. Um, it's, it's not, it doesn't take away from the fun, but it just takes away from the variety and it does sort of kind of feel monotonous after a while, like cave exploring. Cause it feels like it's, you know, you're going to the same cave. 
Right. Uh, finding the same enemies, you know, it's uh, there. A little variety would help it a lot. Um, the variety comes in the side quests. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, the game looks pretty good, though, so I think I think seven's pretty good. I'm going to give it an eight myself. I'm doing the mage stuff just recently. I have a lot more unique items than I did the other types of playthroughs. Yeah, mage stuff always has um, more interesting visual stuff. Mm. Uh, I think I'd also give it an eight. I mean, considering how big the game is, like yeah. a lot of repetition is to be it, understood. It's still smaller compared to the previous games. It is. It is smaller, so it's kind of unfortunate that it's. Um, like that but I, I mean like first playing that game just like the visuals blew me away because you could see the snow falling which is never something that happened in uh in any of the previous ones or any like other large games that i had played at that point it was that was like the first one like the snow was actually falling and it was really snowy areas you know stuff like that it there's a lot of repetition in like the caves and stuff but the overworld by itself like a lot of it is really good looking like the trees and everything mm-hmm. the only real complaint i would have for the overworld is that the fucking cities are too small <laughs> you have like fucking like five houses for... they're too small but i still get turned around and right there's, there's five there's, no i don't like i know my <laughs> way around everywhere like it's freaking what about uh, elsewhere even elsewhere like uh okay. there, there's like there's like 20 NPCs per town, and there's like five houses. I never go to the Breezeway home, so I never can find it whenever I come back to Whiterun. It's like the first house. Yeah, it's How the first you, one, the second house like, on the right. It's, it's literally after right the, the fucking blacksmith. blacksmith. <laughs> there's, a, there's a certain place there that's kind of like off to the side there you never go to often. That, mm-hmm. And I can the never find the temple. I can never find it. I can never find it. Every time I need to go that way, I can never find it. Which way? The, the I, I, I'll have to or, show you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, the, the temple part is the only part where I'm like, I've never gone over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never needed to. Or wanted to. All right. What about you, Chase? What do you think about uh, the visuals? So I would give it an 8 out of 10 as well. Uh, there were, you know, the issues is the repetition part. That's the big part. And then, um, I don't know if you would put this under design, but the ragdoll effect of the people when you kill them, I don't think that was a great addition to the game. Uh, or the you, can't, you can't tell me that there's nothing more I mean, satisfying than going on top of a rampart and Fusor dying people off and just watching yeah, a ragdoll or, 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 like, or like shooting a dude in the face with a bow from like forever away and watching that dude just like barrel down like a mountain or like just fucking like <laughs> I think about first like the reaction the... from the arrow just like launch it's like oh. you... so I, I, I agree that the ragdoll effect is cool but it's not like Bloodborne where you're gonna get items from these things constantly, these, these <laughs> and they're fucking fleeing from you. So if if they fall down the mountain, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've so, done that fucking mountain thing where I'm sliding down trying to catch yeah, it before dying. <laughs> 
So it's like <laughs> it's it's cool, but it just it kind of destroys the the uh, trying to collect items and trying to become stronger in that sense. If you're there was a well, moment yeah, early but game, the bodies aren't just gonna like rigor mortis like nail themselves to the. There was <laughs> a there was a, a moment early game. I was running through a forest to go somewhere, and a bear aggroed on me, and one of those fucking nature sprites aggroed on oh, me. Oh, I fucking hate this. And I ran away, and I I took the nature spriggan and this bears straight into a, a bandit camp and I had nothing to fight the bandits with either but the bear and the fucking spring and it was right on my tail so I run up like this fucking broken rampart and just watch the bear and spring and just wreck face in the bandit camp <laughs> as I'm hiding up on the fucking rampart the spring kills everyone and the bear helps and the spring runs off but the bear aggers on me again and runs up after me up the ramparts and I have fucking nothing to fight this bear with I have nowhere to run I think the drop was far enough it hurt a lot if I were to do it but the bear comes barreling up the stairs coming at me so i just foos or dot at it and just it just fucking <laughs> ragdolled off into the distance and that is what made me fall in love with the game <laughs> it just blew away like a tumbleweed because <laughs> it was right next to a large drop and so it ragdolled down that and then continued to ragdoll down the fucking mountain and the whole thing where i'm being chased by these high level enemies and run into a bandit camp full of people watching them fight each other and then the ending on that bear that that made the game for me. <laughs> That'd be sweet if the bear just like <laughs> flew up to the sky super fast and just like <laughs> turned into a star, you know. What's also funny Ding. is if you a or daw something, but just like clip it, they'll still like kind of ragdoll and fall to the ground for a second and then get back up. Yeah, like almost like paralyzed for a sec. Yeah. And so I've had some fun stuff with that where they just barely ragdoll and kind of teeter off the rampart and fall down. I like how when you do, like, when you ragdoll something or, like, shoot an arrow, like, it'll just, like, end up somewhere fucking else. Like, I accidentally fusrodod, like, a chicken, I think, into solitude (laughs) (laughs) from, like, the little uh, farm that was, like, next to it. It's like, it flew over the wall and into solitude, and I was like, oh, that's nice. It's pro- it's probably it still alive? exists on the main map. It, yeah, but not it was still alive. Solitude. I didn't kill it. <laughs> um, yeah, are we already on Sam now? Or are we still wrapping up uh, design? Yeah, uh, I was I was still saying stuff on like how I don't know. So you guys said the shrubbery and all that the plants were really good. I thought it really looked good from a distance, but yeah. when yeah, when, when you, you go you, close up, then you like start seeing it. I was wondering if there maybe there was a better way to do that. Yeah, because it looked papery when you mm-hmm. get too close. It has. It wasn't the kind of effect where it's two D, but it's always facing you. Yeah, yeah. Was it and that effect? Guys, yeah. And did you guys ever really. use a third it's person? It's more like the. Really? It's more like. Or was it two two D planes out on, yeah, on an X axis? It, it was like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I used third person a couple times just to see like big events. But, but to see yourself, not not really to... Or oh, I you look ridiculous. Like, when you roll, there's, like, two frames. There's, like, the frame where you... Or no, there's, like, six frames. You, like, start the roll, and then when your head, like, touches the ground, it's, like, one frame, and you're standing up again. It's, like... <laughs> so, yeah, you look kind of... It looks kind of wonky. Uh, yeah. If you're looking it's at It's really fun to watch, though. Yeah, it's amazing. And did you like the uh, finishing blows? Was those, were those in the original Skyrim? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. you have the uh, the cinematic cam. If you shoot something and it's going to kill the person, it'll or follow the shot. Or you do a power shot. attack and do a critical. Kill. Or if you do a power attack, we'll show you do yeah do the critical kill on them. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are pretty sweet. One of my favorite things is uh, when you proc the, the kill cam, but you miss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've done that so many times. <laughs> and it'll like it'll like show me, and like it shows the arrow just bounce off the rock right in front of me, and the wolf is just like fucking. It's I've, like camera panning around the wolf. He's I've, just standing there. Yeah, I've had something like that happen where I'm like the kill cam happened, but like I sh- I like did the stubby arrow where like I didn't really like charge it at all, so it just kind of like fell. So it was like cinematic cam on like the the arrow just falling <laughs> to the floor. Watch your failure. Weak. Where's the shoulder strength? <laughs> yeah. Anyone else uh, have anything to say on design before we move on? No. No. All right. Sound and music. Um, so there's no other iconic opening song than what Skyrim has. Even if you haven't played the game, you've heard the song. Isn't that true for you, Schweiss? Yeah. Oh you've yeah. heard it so many times even without playing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know it because before I played it, I, I know the song. You know, it's, Even the leveling up music is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the all the music is really epic. Um, music wise, yeah, it's super epic, and you can tell even going back to that trailer, um, hearing that choir singing the Skyrim song. <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I, I can I, still. I feel like you get pumped up so much every time you hear that song. Like you, you just want to beat the shit out of more monsters in that game because of it. Like, oh man, I'm gonna have to punch a dragon <laughs> in the throat. It's weird though because, like, for me, whenever I think of Skyrim, I think of the like the somber like. Music that happens when like you're not really doing anything. It's just the kind of like nice ambient sound. <laughs> like that's the, the like that sound is like stuck in my head. And like, it's <laughs> like that Skyrim. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, but then always when you come, when you have to talk about the sound and of Skyrim, you have to talk about the voice acting. And that's the true sound of Skyrim. It's like, it's like they had the four, they had four good, Skyrim. <laughs> they had that's four, right. four good actors, uh, voice actors for Skyrim. And I think that was it. No, so, okay. So when I was looking at it, they had, uh, um, I think there was 12, um, for each, uh, gender. So, uh, there would be like one guy who would do all the elves, like one dude who would do all the orcs, and like oh, one God. dude who did all the like that. That's basically how they set it up. And and then there would be like a bunch of people who had like one or two specific characters that were like uh, for like story characters or like part of the uh, special side quests. I wonder if he has a quest for me. He has a different voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's General Tullius as one, and then, like, a bunch of other people just had specific voices, but then there'd be a bunch of other guys that had, like... I looked at one dude, and he had, like, 70 fucking characters, and then at the very bottom, it was, like, plus all the guards, plus... <laughs> <laughs> plus General Nords. They got, like, they oh. got their money out of that guy. Yeah. He, he, wow. He did his job. He read like he was Skyrim. He yeah, he is Skyrim. That, that guy is Skyrim. He is the guards. He now, is the Nords. Did they have? Did they have uh, uh, unique voice actors for the Yarls? Uh, I think two or three of them had unique voices. <laughs> if they did, man, all of them sounded almost the same. Like every single group of characters it just drove yeah me nuts. yeah well you know at least we didn't run into the thing in uh oblivion where like 
I would talk to a homeless person, and I was like, hey, where is the Thieves Guild? And she's like, oh, you know, it's you got to go over here and go over here and do that, go over there. And then it's like, can you spare a coin? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's like, it's like they're like putting on a front. They're not really beggars. I mean, I guess I guess with the Thieves Guild stuff, they actually are putting on a front because they're really there to collect information and just using beggars as a way to yeah, go about it. It's like the Gray Fox uh, mask is like the greatest item in the game where you could like commit a crime and then like take the mask off and nobody knows it was you yeah. <laughs> it's true um but yeah the the, the be- gonna give me a coin and then kitty tell me about this oh yeah and then just educated voice and just super strong blah 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 and then back to the beggar voice yeah i didn't run into any of that in this game uh i don't well, think it's because beggars also had designated voices <laughs> that's good yeah that's good. did you did you guys ever hear that sound uh when the cinematic like scene where you do the finishing blow it's uh, uh with the sword and then like it sounds like a really compressed file of like a sword sound or did you guys not have that um like it would be super long and kind of buggy sounding yeah um i don't know if i came across that necessarily I would hear that every single time I did a sword attack. Every time I did a finishing blow for a sword attack. So it's like they had the file for the sword attack sound, but then they just increased the time that it had to play. Well, not just that. It didn't even sound like a sword sound because of the... the um, Try to emulate the it. sound. <laughs> yeah, like that's that. not a sword that's sound. That's not a sword sound at all. <laughs> what are they smoking? Well, that sounds like a corrupt file. I don't know. Yeah, if you guys are able to pull it up, possibly. I mean, it was the weirdest sound I've ever heard. I thought, I thought it was something that happened quite often uh, during yeah, those. I, I don't really remember hearing that. I remember hearing like the whizzing sound whenever you did the bow one, where it's like. Again, uh, experiences change based on the weapons that you use. Yeah. The whizzing sound was always the one that I had because, like, I barely ever got any of those. Like. Uh, finishing kills with any of the other weapons aside from the bow. Kill moves, yeah. It might be does on that. Does it not, does it not pop up immediately? Alright, we got a mace kill right there. No. Oh, mace. No, that's not. Uh, it would be the cinematic finish. These are the right. axes. Yeah, it's this is... These are. It's just for axes right now. He's gone. That was a sword stab. Well, maybe it might have been just specific to my game. Uh, another or sword stab. To the first <laughs> yeah, it's making the, the shink, shink. Oh, the mace. Is that a mace that made a shink sound or an axe? No, uh, it would be when you're axe. finishing the character off. Uh, that was a sword stab. Oh well. Well, ba- yeah, I think your game is is broken. Uh, well, it might it had to be with the the PS4 version or with the 1.9. Basically, uh, when you would do that hit, um, the the finishing it would just be this ridiculous sound, huh. uh, like like that, and you're like, huh? That doesn't that doesn't make sense to 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 be a sound. It sounds like uh, I don't know, uh, like a scratching noise on a chalkboard. Maybe you had a really uh, demonic sword. <laughs> yeah. It was no. just really evil. You know, one if thing. I fi- if I find it, I'll send it to you guys. 
do it. Uh, one thing I noticed in this game, uh, there were moments in the cutscenes where there'd be very dramatic music going on, and I wouldn't be able to hear a fucking word that the that the character oh, that was, was saying. Mostly at the very end of the game, and some of that was because the speakers, the external speakers I have, were absolute shit. But when I threw the Cameron's headphones on, like it was still doing it. I was like, I can't hear what the fuck this guy's saying. This is the last quest in the game, and I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. Maybe this is why I'm not quite 100% sure what the fuck's going on right now, because it's like... There are times when the music gets, like, overpowering, and then you can't hear what the NPCs are saying. Yeah, so the mix sometimes is a little fucked up. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know. The voice acting is kind of fine for what it is. Um, I wish it were... A little deeper, because I, like, I, I do feel like most of the people kind of talk the same way. Like, all the guards were all sort of the same thing. And I know it's a huge world. Um, huge world where the guards are like the same regardless of the city you're in. Yeah, but I mean, like, just don't make them talk as much. If well, you're I not mean, the Riften them... ones will always ask you for money. Yeah. Unlike the other ones. <laughs> just, don't, just don't have them be as talkative if they're not going to have different voices. Like, to me, it's, like, weird that they're all chatty as fuck. Well, but I mean, they all sound the same, so that's what like makes it weird. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think that they should have like used at least more than one guy for the the guards, because um, I mean, like it, it is fine that they like just randomly bring up stuff or like talk about like big events, like the yeah, the the stupid um, lines that they'll say to each yeah, other, like, conversations that just go nowhere. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, oh, you're dragonborn, or like, and then oh, if you get too close, they both cut off and kind of do like a or, weird like walk in place thing and look at you. Yeah, or like if you have a <laughs> robot, or, or if you've done specific things, like if you're a werewolf and they're like, do you smell a wet dog or some shit like that? Like it's, I mean, it's fine, but like it's always the one. I've never been voice. a werewolf or vampire in, in Skyrim. That's weird. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Which one's cooler? Uh, you you just basically you know become you know basically a werewolf with like superhuman strength and then you just beat the shit out of things with your claws and. Uh, What's it like being a vampire? Uh, it's kind. Uh, it depends, it like because like, there's like there there's the shitty vampire which you can be like the which is the oblivion version and then there's also uh, the super vampire lord which you can get via the uh, dawn guard. DLC. So it, it depends. So what happens? You turn into super vampire. Super vampire. He kind of like flies a little bit because he got like little tiny wings, which is really funny. <laughs> uh, and then like he's kind of like a mage. So if you, I think they did the opposite thing, where like the werewolf is supposed to be super strong, and then you have um, the vampire lord, which is like strong with magic. Hmm. So it might be something for you to do as a mage. Gotta go turn myself into a vampire real quick. Yeah, yeah. that was the way to go in my, my save file in Oblivion. That was the only way I could be strong enough to kill anything. Scoom a vampire. I mean, you can <laughs> you can try and smack stuff as a vampire lord, but like your strength is not that great. I remember being a vampire in Oblivion, and uh, whenever I needed to do something, part of the story that required me to go talk to someone, I'd have to go you know feed so I can talk to them <laughs> without them running away in fear. Um, so there's this, <laughs> there's this one woman in this inn that I'd always go visit whenever I needed to feed. Oh, yeah, I know exactly she would, she the would one never, you're talking about. You would never get caught you know, feeding on her, so I must have fed on this one woman like, she was like 50 the, times. Yeah, she was like the only one <laughs> in the inn, and she was so always tired like all the right time. there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'd feed on her. She never turned into a vampire. 
vampire, which is crazy. Well, it was like also one of the only inns that you could just immediately fast travel to. <laughs> so you, and she was like the only person there. So it's like oh, this man. is the greatest feeding. You just had a, you ever. just had to time your fast traveling correctly so you could arrive at night and not have to like fucking get burned <laughs> by the sun as you run inside. You get fucking owned. <laughs> I remember in uh yeah in Oblivion there was like I'd have to there was one time where I was coming out of a cave and like. The cave was death. There was some heavy shit chasing me down, right? And I came out of this cave, and it was the middle of day. And, like, I jumped into the like this river, and I was, like, down at the bottom of the river, just, like, chomping down food, just, like, slowly melting from, like, suffocation and also the, uh, <laughs> sun. the fucking sun burning through the water. And I had to, like, travel, traverse <laughs> the land through this fucking river until I found another cave so I could hide. I remember being a vampire in Oblivion, and then like I I waited outside of that uh, inn, and I accidentally waited into daylight time. And as soon as the waiting was over, I was just fucking dead. Cynical, <laughs> your guy just sits there until like the time goes on. So he was just sitting there for like hours, getting fucking destroyed by sunlight. There was uh, so Scode um, played this game, played Oblivion with me a lot. Um, our, our, our friend, our great friend Cody, and uh, his guy, his game was glitched, and he his guy wouldn't sit in chairs. He would like he would be he would like you'd press E to sit in the chair, and he would just like look down at the chair for like five seconds, and then it would like go back to first person, and he would just like continue on his day. And the same <laughs> thing happened when he would feed. So like he went to feed. <laughs> he was like showing me one time, and there was this like homeless chick laying on the ground in the, the oh. thieves guild area. And he just, like, looks down at her, and there's this guard, like, right there, you know? This guard's right there, and he does the feed animation, and he's just, like, staring at her sleep. And then he just, like, looks up, and the guard's like, hey, you! He starts, like, freaking out, because he fed on her, but the animation, like, refused to feed. So his character, like, wouldn't sit or feed. He'd just, like, look at whatever object it was, like, longingly, and then just, like, look back. <laughs> and it was, like, it was just unfixable, like, no matter what. Like, if he did that, like, how would the guard know that he fed? Like, he just, like... <laughs> animation he got happen, He got, he got a bunch of eye did. candy, and that's all it was. Yeah. Eye candy filth <laughs> on the ground. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's... I don't know. It's it's all right. The The soundtrack is pretty great. Um, it's mostly atmospheric for the most part, but then we got some really great ones. The theme song is amazing. It reminds me of, like, something out of Pirates of the Caribbean, almost. It's, like, really a... Like a really go-getter um, theme, and it makes you want to go out and explore. Um, that being said, I think I would give sound and music probably probably an 8 out of 10. Um, docking it for the voice acting on occasion, and also... Um, actually, just mostly just the voice acting. I, I think that's the biggest problem with the, the sound and music of the game. I think everything else is pretty good. Uh, I think I'd give it a nine, mostly because like the soundtrack is really great, and uh, they do have a. L- My problem would be mostly with like recycled voice actors for the specifically one type of like one dude does all the fucking guards. Like that's not. It's a problem, but yeah, it's that's, a little much. But I mean, like considering how big the game is, you can't have every one of the NPCs, since there are hundreds of them, like have their own unique voice. I think it's fine for what it is. Mm. All right. <laughs> um. 
trying to think. There's certain enemy sounds. So you fight a lot of Draugr, so there's a lot of repeat sounds there. Um, so it loses a point for voice acting. And I knew there was something else that bothered me sound-wise. It had to be something with the weapons, but I can't think of it right now. Um, so I guess I'll give sound a nine. All right, nine it is. What about you, Chase? Uh, I'd give it a seven. Uh, this was my. This is probably my lowest score for the the game, just because, uh, like I said, I had issues with some of the sound. But I'm checking to see if uh, that the that's might have been just on my end. But like bigger issues are like the dialogue is often repeated, um, and like you get stupid shit like when you're uh, sneaking around and uh, you kill someone and they're not like reacting to you killing them. Uh, or like, uh, yeah, sounds don't them. matter to the NPCs. So you can make as much sound as you want, but they don't react to it. Yeah, but like they would say, like, oh, you know, like you guys said, probably the wind, or uh, I but guess But if you steal here, one just, piece of bread off of the counter, all the, the whole fucking room reacts to that. <laughs> yeah. It's like the guy. Hey, did you steal that bread? The guy comes out of the bathroom. Yeah, hey, did like, you steal that loaf? Got fucking there eyes. was this part in the game where uh, <laughs> uh, there's a prisoner uh, being held by Imperials. And uh, they said, uh, "Don't don't get any funny ideas." And so, like, I talked to the prisoner, but I didn't even free him. I just said no to freeing him. And then everyone fucking attacked me, and it's just like it does. It just doesn't make sense. I'm saying no to freeing the person they want to attack me. Yeah, and uh, that's mostly lo- that's more logic logical problems than than, than anything like sound. But uh, but yeah, the game what, where it really excels is like the ambient music, and then. The, the theme the theme music playing starting the game man those are that, that's like that's very memorable oh yeah great stuff uh the last and some would say most important category of our review replayability um will you play this game again uh considering cam cam and i have played the game several several times uh, i would give it a 10 that'll be a 10 yeah, because there's there's a lot of stuff to do, stuff you've never experienced in the game, stuff that when you play the game again, you're like, oh shit, I didn't know about that, or oh, I didn't see that in any of my other playthroughs, or uh, playing a different race than you did before, like, or playing a different, trying to do like a different class, mm-hmm. or like adhering to a certain style of play, or the DLCs and uh, like several stuff. Cause you can just, you can just do so many different playthroughs of it and the, including the DLC. You can be like, Hey, I've never done that. That mage thief playthrough. I've never done uh, my mage warrior playthrough. <laughs> yeah. Or, and then when you choose to do the, like the civil war thing, like you can choose either the storm cloaks or the Imperials or do neither one. So be pacifist until the end and work it all yeah, out. Th- there's like several different ways to play through, uh, through the game. And that, you know that's, that's an option, right? You don't know, have to actually join a side. Oh, I didn't know that, no. You can get to the end, and you can basically make them declare a truce. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a lot to do in the game. Um, I agree. I think this is a 10 out of 10 easily. I'd give it a 20 out of 10, you know, because there's so much to do. I I truly regret having to put this game down when I do. And the, the last game that did that to me was God of War. And God of War did it for a different reason. Because um, you wanted the plat? Yeah, I wanted the plat, and there was like... 
there was really, really, really great stuff that I knew I had waiting for me. And in this game, it's like, there's a lot of stuff that's waiting for me. And not to mention, you have quest. it on the PC, so mod should be a thing. You can do a mod where it replaces all the dragons with Thomas the Train Engine. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> there's also one that does uh, little My Little Ponies. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, just I kind of want the Thomas. A wealth of things to experience. Yeah, and it's all new game. You <laughs> Dude, know, this like the, they replace the dragon war with like a train whistle, too. So it's like you hear the, <laughs> you hear the whistle in the distance, and then you just see fucking Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine like fucking rise over the mountain. <laughs> Or like even better, like it it like rises up behind you and you just like slowly turn around and it's just like standing there smiling at you're like, Oh my god. Just the train barreling down at you out of the sky. (laughs) 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 Fucking shooting flames out of that fucking freaky ass face. (laughs) Man, I I want that really badly now. I'm gonna I'm gonna download it when we finish. Um but yeah, it's it's you have to download a mod manager first. You have to look through that. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. There's a shit ton of stuff to do, and I want to go back into it. And I truly do regret putting it off for one, because I could have had another twenty hours in it if I wouldn't have. And two, having to put it down for a period of time because there's just and so much more. Some sleep too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you can always come back to it after you finish Alice. <sighs> Final Fantasy, as well. Yeah. I'll try. I think I'm going to come back to it. Like, there's, I really want to replay this. Not replay necessarily, but like do the rest of it. There's so much in this yeah, fucking you gotta game. You got to do that uh, Dark Brotherhood that you want to do. There's so many quest lines that I just haven't even touched. I've scratched the surface of. You know, it's yeah. great. What do you think, Chase? Uh, I think you guys have said enough, and I agree. It's a ten out of ten. There's too much stuff to do in this game to. And you not know, give it that. everyone likes to make fun of how many times they've. Uh, updated the game and added to new consoles and whatnot. Um, the only reason they're doing that is because we're all open to playing it on a new yeah, platform we're, anyway. We're all fucking willing to do it. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it... when we heard it was coming to the Switch, we all thought, yes, now I can take a shit and be the Dragonborn at the same time. Well, they fucking added the Master Sword to the Switch version, too. The Master Sword? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I think you can't get the armor, too, the Link armor. Yeah. Yeah, from uh, Breath of the Wild. So it's not the green tunic or whatever, but it's like the little blue shirt and stuff that he has. That's funny. I'm sure you can get the green tunic in a different mod. Yeah, you, you could totally yeah, can. There's fucking mods for everything. Yeah. Fucking love my Khaleesi mod. Fucking Khaleesi mod. <laughs> I remember watching you summon like fucking a hundred dragons. And it was, like it was fucking... three dragons, but then a hundred or so, I think it was like Falmer or something like that. Where it's, Did, no, I'm pretty sure I asked you to do like summon as many dragons as you could because you had like the no limit, and then you yeah. also had a summon dragon spell. Uh-huh. So you tried to see how many you could do, and it just like there was so many, <laughs> so many. All right, well, that is it for our review of Skyrim. Let's do a quick recap of the scores. So for story, I gave it an eight. Cameron gave it an 8, Chase gave it an 8, Craig gave it a 6. Gameplay, I gave it a 10, Chase an 8, Cameron an 8, Craig an 8. Design and... uh, What? Design. I just put DS. I don't know why. Uh, (laughs) 7 for me, 8 for Chase, 8 for Cameron, 8 for Craig. Sound and music, 8 for me, 7 from Chase, a 9 for Cameron, and a 9 from Craig. Replayability, 10s across the board for a total of 43... For me, 
out of 50. Chase, 41 out of 50. Cameron, 43 out of 50. Craig, 41 out of 50. For an overall average of 84 out of 100 with Chase, but the official Nude Clan score for The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim is 85 out of 100. And that is well below the uh, <laughs> the ninety six out of a hundred that it has for uh, Xbox three sixty and ninety four. But PC. see, I think another part of it is if we had reviewed it at the time it came out, I think the score would have been increased. The funny thing is, is uh, yeah, but I mean, we're reviewing it now, and the Nintendo Switch version, the newest one, is an eighty four out of a hundred. So spot fucking on. <laughs> <laughs> we're spot on as always. <laughs> so I, we're I reviewing think, it now when we should be reviewing when it came out. I'm pretty sure our, our assessment of it would be much higher. It for was it a lot out. more mind blowing when you played it the first time. Yeah, but I just did play it yeah, the even first for Schweiss, though, well, But he has other games to compare it to that have come out since then. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and it, I mean they—he's also playing the version that they didn't update any H, like they didn't put any HD stuff on it. Or they did for the PS4 version. So our tentative new clan score in the past could have been a, a 95. It could have, yeah. But it's just, it's too late now. It's over. Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out for our review of The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Um, I was going to do the drawing, but I think I'll probably just do it Yeah. next week. Because mm-hmm. um, this is a pretty long episode. Uh but yeah, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you submit your questions for Nude Clan After Dark, which we are doing immediately upon the completion of this podcast. 385-204-3921 is the number to ask your advice. Give us your questions. Do whatever you want. Um, we pay for it every fucking month, so just use it, please. Uh, you can tweet us. Uh, the Nude Clan Podcast is at Nude Clan Podcast, the official Twitter page for the show. That's where you can find all the polls. You can bitch about our episode quality. Uh, you can do everything you want on that uh, on that thread. <laughs> it's a wonderful place to find. Something wrong uh, with the quality recently? Uh, yeah, a few times there have been people. Mm. Some, a, a couple outliers have complained. Mm. Um, I say you're just fucking deaf. But uh, so, Or has there been an actual decline in certain areas? You talking about volume? my sexual uh, volatility right now? <laughs> it's, that, that aside. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, please use that. It's a great place to give us feedback and to just, you know, keep track of the polls. We're going to have another poll next week for the game based on another media. Going to have to pull out some fucking awesome ones for that. I'm excited to see what we can uh, what we can come up with. Um, and, yeah, a lot of great stuff on there. Tweet me at UFF Podcast. Me at Obsidian Bob. Me at New Clan Cam. And you can join the forums at geekdomentertainment.com. You can... Support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash nude clan gaming. Uh, what the fuck's your problem? I'll have to tell you guys about it in a second. Oh, okay. Um, and Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash nude clan gaming. That's where we've been streaming for the last three hours. Uh, this very long episode of Skyrim. You can hang hey out guys, with us there. Come, uh, come watch us. We've been dead lately. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been streaming at all lately, but uh, yeah, I know. it's been extra Our streams dead have been me. dead. you got to come join. Well, I have streaming issues, and so do you, and he hasn't been streaming. Yeah, it's just... It's twice as so I have much streaming issues for the <laughs> PS3. Well, I've been streaming on PS4. I, just, I don't get comments at all whenever I stream. Which is weird. I'm going to do some stuff to uh, have a streaming setup, set up in my room so I can use all an Elgato and whatnot, so... Yeah, make it legit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I, my fucking computer is like shitting on me. So I got, I got to figure out what's going on with that. Um, maybe it's uh five plus years old. Maybe it, it's six plus years old, perhaps, but, uh, <laughs> I might have to replace some parts, who knows? But uh, yeah, hang out with us there, and you can support the show there as well through the um, Amazon Prime. If you have it, you can sub to us for free, included in the price of your Amazon Prime membership, um, and it helps us out a lot. You can purchase your stuff through our Amazon link on the site. If you work a lot and don't have time to read but love having things read to you like a child, you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash nude clan and uh, sign up there. It's a great service. Yeah. I just picked up the the first Witcher book too because the Witcher series are based off the books. So nice. I have to tell you guys what I think about that. Yeah. Have to, that That's a good, uh, that'd be a good kind of sub review thing to go into novels based <laughs> on video games. <laughs> I think so. It's a deep more review. It's poll. It, was, yeah. it was a video game based on a novel. Is that how Witchers are? It was what the Witcher series is. So, Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Damn, it wouldn't work then. But they do have like Diablo fan fiction and shit. They can just read that and review it. I mean, technically that's, we yeah. can technically we can play the Witcher games and it'd be count as uh, games it, based on other media. That's true. Oh, don't say that. Don't say it that. It would count. Jesus Christ, it's just going to win if you do that. I, I can't even pull out 50 cent bulletproof. You just get annihilated. It'll be it'll be anything but bulletproof if you whip out the fucking Witcher. <laughs> Or another Digimon. Uh, yeah, how many fucking... Uh, there's a lot, never mind. There's a, <laughs> there's a ton. <laughs> you got a full arsenal of Digimon at your disposal. All right, I, I, I won't do 50 Cent this time, right? It's fucking... It's better than Digimon, but still. Yeah. Believe Is me. Is it better than Digimon? Yes, Caleb. It's just like never, a seven-hour... you fucking played it. I have played... And I have also played, played Bulletproof. a good Digimon game. Which there are not it's, many of. <laughs> you know what? It might not actually be better than, than the Digimon game I played, but it's <laughs> seven hours long, so I could stomach it in a day. <laughs> and that's what counts. Um, but uh, yeah, until next time, guys, uh, look forward to our next episode, and please check out After Dark. Till then, though. Enjoy the nude. May the list go on. Live always in the nude. What's your, what's your outro, Chase? Okay, I guess I'll do it for Joe. Fuck off. Yeah!